0: hey there welcome to motorcycles and misfits at the recycle garage in not so sunny extraordinarily rainy santa cruz
1: cool It's so damp today.
2: It's so damp and moist.
3: Here's my here's my take on this. Moist. (laughs) People people look to us to brighten up. Day. Surprise, motherfucker! Day. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what's happening here. I think we just say Sunny
4: Santa Cruz. <laughs> sunny Santa Cruz. But, but it's not. So time. we don't write that
5: much today.
3: I think we do. Oh it's God. Sunny it's,
6: in our hearts. It, it's we. Not. I,
3: think, I think we have an obligation to
6: good. the people. It's so
7: cold. Yeah, but you know what? We still
3: write. To, to fulfill in the rain. their dreams <laughs> through
6: us. <laughs> Liza's right. People need something to believe in.
0: We could in. just say it's Thank the you. in the beachy <laughs> Santa Cruz because it's still a beach, kind of. What you guys
1: don't know is Liza writes self-help books. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: well from that you can hear that we got a big crowd tonight even though it is actually raining in sunny santa cruz Mm
0: -hmm. it is so much
3: man our people are still hardcore and they come out we got a bunch of bikes in the parking lot people shut up so let's uh, do a roll call hey this is liza shut up just shut up you had me at hello
1: <laughs> that was Jerry Maguire. <laughs> was that Jerry Maguire? Am I right?
3: Let's, Let's yeah. play the yeah. game. <laughs> I
1: hadn't even seen that movie, son. Uh, ah.
3: Next up, we got Bagel.
8: what's <laughs> that? Back to
3: 97. All <laughs> right. Then we got Isaac. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, on uh, right in the tall stool tonight, we got Douglas.
6: Yeah, still here not the only tall thing he's writing <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we got knock
1: how you guys doing
2: you ready for this one next up we got Miss Emma don't let the smile fool you I'm dead inside <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God.
4: laughs> That
1: was very, very macabre this is why we get <laughs> along I think
2: yeah I think so <laughs> hello darlings Hello and rising out of, the, out of the
3: peanut gallery and being promoted to the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Alex.
9: And hi. <laughs> oh, you choked! You, you had choked. it, son. You, you choked. Choked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the next up, we've got Ian.
10: Hello, everybody. Wow! Oh my God, that
4: voice—it's it it's so
10: velvety. Uh, velvety. It's oh,
3: <laughs> Next to that, we've got Cat. Hi, I'm Marshall, partially a shell with shoes on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah! <Yes. Marcel!
3: laughs> nice. And then we got Lucas. Beow, beow, beow,
11: beow. Dude, that was sold last year the year before. <laughs> hey,
6: I haven't been here for a while. Throwback. All right. Okay. Give me a break. Bring it All back. Right. So um, glad I didn't do that. Break.
3: Next to that, we've got Charlie.
5: Yo, what's up, motherfuckers?
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> you sound so tough, man.
5: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Hello. Man. What's up? Motherfucker, hello. It's saw that, saw that rain writing. Hi, what, what's up? We did jumps today. It was good. <laughs> oh,
3: I feel bad. Charlie recently got beat up by a shell with shoes. Yeah. was brutal.
4: Soviet Russia.
3: Next to that, having a good day today was John Dalton. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey.
12: We got the bottle, you got the cup. Come on, everybody, let's, let's get it. Get...
3: <laughs> 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 and Smoke then bring, bringing up the day. rear. We've got B- Big Jim. Hey. <laughs> he didn't know what's I was I mean, we got Naked Jim. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They are, in fact, the same person.
1: You can't script this shit. I'm laying low.
4: Oh, it's, low profile. <laughs> it's, it's too low profile unintelligent. Today. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. So, things. What did we get done this past week? Well, let's first start with last week... Um, Jim, Doug and Knock were not here they were at the One Show and um I mentioned that we you guys did a recording up there that's going to be coming out midweek I think Wednesday but um you guys had a good time right
7: It was fun <laughs> <laughs> It was fun Portland's a good town So yeah we went up to the One Moto Show in Portland and uh and it was a great time from the moment we got there till the moment we got back here. We, we had a blast. We
11: started having fun at the airport,
7: man. We really did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, I don't want to say too much here, but a uh, big shout out to the CC, uh, Motor Coffee Company, and and all those guys for a great time. But yeah, keep an ear out. We're gonna put this out. What like next week sometime? It's pretty good.
3: Yeah, in a couple days. But in Douglas, <laughs> they had um, the mini bike races there. Yeah. And I saw the video of you going around. Grinning like an idiot. <laughs> it was
11: stupid fun, but I, 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 it was hard. You know, I'm six one, and these things are like tiny little electric bikes, and uh, you either had to keep your knees um, off the pegs or like stuff them up and you know be in this like fetal position. So I chose fetal position, and, well, and I <laughs>
7: love this. it's called racing.
11: As soon as your your foot falls
7: off the peg, you're screwed. Well, it was pretty funny too, and it's like that little TT setup, and you. And they give you that jump to go over, and you <laughs> immediately go into a jump, hard left hand turn, quote unquote.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. This, and this was like upstairs in a building. Yeah, right? this was
11: upstairs. It was like an, a really old like foundry or something. So there was a lot of space, uh, yep. which was
7: cool. Yeah, you got to throw uh, your empty beer cans at the
1: right.
11: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: La-
3: Lauren Trantham, <laughs> awesome. uh, she posted that she she got crashed in the race. Because she ran into the mountain of beer cans on the track. Yeah,
4: well, She was
1: there? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I
11: was, uh, the next day, before the first night when they were throwing beer cans, I went back behind the track. You could walk behind it. And uh, I was stumbling through there, like through this huge pile of beer cans that they had swept into one big pile. <laughs> so it was, it was, <laughs> it was like look, trudging through a BFI or something.
3: And the track was just like a bunch of like... Pallets and stuff stacked up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, it was
11: purpose-built. Um, yeah, it was it was angled uh, But there were walls with with, <laughs> with walls and they, and if you ran into them, they would move they wouldn't they weren't solid You know it was good and, shit. It
7: was brilliant It was definitely yeah. well thought-out yeah. shenanigans and they had an MC doing you know picking people out of the crowd and stuff and But was, that was just like one small part of it, right? It was yeah like, it One was very small part of s- it. It's this huge and cool event.
11: I think every every like two hours or so they would have about four or five races with maybe
1: four what four four riders each race
3: Cool. It looks so much fun. And the knock, you were working up there. Were you working it,
1: girl? I, I was not working it, girl. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, a friend of mine invited me up because she didn't want to be the only chick in in the group at dudes. <laughs> so she wanted
3: another chick. So well, yeah. Exactly. Nice. I, I'm a
1: little different, okay? But no, um, no. She uh, she wanted somebody familiar to hang out with and, and talk shit and talk bikes with. And so uh, her company and. Flew me out there to just hang out and just you know BS and be chill. So, was, so
3: you're like was, the trophy wife. Or something. I was like
1: kind of like the trophy wife. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: Nice. Be nice.
1: Drank a lot of PBR. Uh, I did not buy beard oil. Uh, <laughs> you would, was, did you, you need get a, a haircut? I I need a beard. I did not get a thirty dollar haircut. No, haircut. Or, or was it free? I don't remember how much it was. But it was cool. It was a cool event. Uh, very grassroots, and it was free, which is very cool a lot of cool bikes uh very create uh, a lot of creativity up in portland i mean in the city in general it's it's a very art arty town you know so
11: so many haircuts all the same just um, like what i'm rocking right now i was gonna say
1: kind of like doug and it's <laughs> like
11: dude jim everybody's got the damn same damn haircut as i do I know. <laughs> he, 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 you, he looks handsome also.
1: you know what it's a good i let me tell you i was envious of some of those fucking haircuts i could never get a fade like that you know because my head's
4: misshapen and shit yeah. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> and,
11: and lots, of, lots of beards lots yeah. of beards but very nice meticulously groomed beards yeah but
7: yeah. then the uh one of the nice things, like, like grand finale i don't know about that was the racing on sunday so they had uh, oh yeah that was super yeah. hooligan racing that was insane uh, flat track and it was it was so much fun
1: Oh, I met a couple of people who, uh, listeners, right? Didn't you guys meet a couple of Yeah, listeners? we met
11: a few listeners. Uh, people tapped shoulders and said they liked the podcast
1: yeah. and stuff, and we interviewed a couple of them, so yeah, I had my f- hear about that. I had my fake press badge on me with my name, you know, <laughs> 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 <Let's> pointing, t- <laughs> putting outwards. <laughs> and, and one of the listeners came up and said, uh, hey, how you doing? I listen to your podcast. And I go, I'm not. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> nice yeah. to meet you. And it was bizarre because, like, somebody recognized my voice or some shit like that? or wow. my name I think
3: anywhere. they recognize You're your misshapen.
1: Head. Uh, yeah, probably. No, I, no, it was my glasses. The I glasses. had my green glasses. Glasses, oh, glasses over yeah. glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know. So, but uh, yeah, it was it
11: was a coo- it was cool. It was I love really cool. on the press the, the press pass. Oh, it says like quote media quote. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're like, uh, should we wear these out or stuff them in our shirts? Cause,
7: and the whole as seen on TV.
11: As seen on TV yeah, on the yes. other side.
7: <laughs> like, it was completely shameless. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. fortunately we actually got real. Press badges. Well, yeah, you guys we, got yeah, real yeah. press passes. I
1: got dicked at the door. I was like, "Well, no, I'm not on the on the roster where Blue uh, Sea uh, put you guys up." So I'm like, "Well, this is embarrassing."
6: Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't all, all whatever, it really it was, care.
11: All it really was was an extra hour on on Friday night between five and six where, yeah. where press was allowed to come in and, and free beer. Yeah. You didn't get that.
1: Oh. Oh, I didn't get the free beer. Oh, damn, son! <laughs> but the beer was cheap. It was like three dollars. They were like super friendly. It and was, like friend. Yeah, places, it wasn't
11: like. like show prices. Yeah.
4: Hmm
11: yeah nice. You, you can get a pint of good beer for like six bucks yeah
3: cool and um I know I, I think a lot of people know that it's the weather here has been slightly right. Armageddonish We are one. Earthquake away from living 50 miles south of here.
13: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, oh, like everybody's we're drowning in slide. mudslides right well, now. You know, when when earthquake, we will be 50 miles south of here. <laughs> um,
3: and I know we're we're always bragging about all of our amazing roads to ride. No, there's not many left.
13: <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: there's still a lot, but many they're, of them have hanging
11: on by threads. The dual sports <gasps> are having a good time. Yeah. Right.
3: The seeing the pictures of the landslides. Either the road is gone and it's collapsed right. down the mountain mm-hmm. or the mountain has collapsed on top of the road and there's trees and boulders just, like the trees just slid down the road and are now in the road. Yep. Yep. upright
4: in the road.
0: F- yeah. yeah. Um, the good roads that we take to get the, to the even better roads are all gone.
2: Yeah. And, you know, even down in my neck of the woods, we've, we've got um, Highway 1, Pacific Coast Highway. That's right. It's closed. And That's right. There's a bridge and I know this bridge so well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the land has slid out underneath the bridge, and there's this giant concrete pillar, and it's got like a gazillion cracks in it. Oh, I saw that. It's crazy. We don't know what to do with this thing, you know, so they just closed the road. You guys got hit hard, too, up there. Yeah, we got pounded. I got trees down on my property.
3: Well, did you see that just south of Mm -hmm. like Big Sur, all the way to San Luis Obispo is shut down?
8: Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I heard. I heard they were still letting people across that bridge because they live there and they had to.
3: They can walk. They gave yeah. everyone. Oh there was uh, a couple of days ago. They said we're shutting this down at five. You better get your cars out now. Right. And everyone had to get their cars out, park them in a lot. Mm-hmm. And now they're able to walk in and out. But
2: but you know, if you <coughs> it's if, been crazy. if you if you look at that pillar carefully, you wouldn't even want to walk across that yeah. thing. I no, mean, it's bad. Hanging on by a thread. So. Hey, that's coastal California in uh, yeah. rainy um, winter.
1: I mean, like the mountain people, you know, it, it's part of that culture where everybody just has a fucking chainsaw in their trucks. Right, mm-hmm. you know,
0: So you need a bulldozer in your trunk.
1: Right now, yeah, now mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. I got yeah. to
0: use my four wheel drive and my lifted truck. I had, <laughs> nice. I had to bribe Davy Tree guys to let me go over. <laughs> nice. it was fucking rad, awesome. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's fine, it's fine. I'm in my work clothes, so like pencil skirt and flats, like jumping out, engaging my <laughs> hubs, <laughs> and they're yeah. just looking at me like I have a dick on my shoulder. <laughs>
7: like, <laughs> <"What> the <laughs> That thing's, <laughs> thing's a total bro truck too. It's it is. Like, it's great. I've been shit. Well, I've been riding to work over the hill back and forth through all this shit. Well, yeah.
3: I was just about to say, but I think the coolest thing at all is because all, we've lost so many of our roads, uh, including our main highway to get o- over the hill. We call it over to San Jose, where many people commute to. Yeah. Um,
4: let's, that let's, is let's partially
1: set up. set up. Highway 17 is a two-lane road divided.
3: Well, it's four. It's lane. Sorry, four, four lanes. Lane. Excuse four me. Four-lane four lane. Lane
1: road divided, and Two it's lanes our. Now. Yeah, and it's arterial to
3: uh, everything over, here. Every, it's or, yeah. our freeway. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, partially obstructed. Um, And so our commute has been hell because there's no workarounds because all those roads have collapsed. So um, I think it is so boss. I've seen so many people riding motorcycles in weather you would not want to be riding, including Jim, who on Friday, it was like, it was a mess.
0: It was pretty bad. There's also been people, I got to read a really awesome story about a kid who was flagging down motorcycles on the side of the road because he had a court date. Eventually, flagged down the right guy with an extra helmet, and the guy got him to his court date on time. Yeah, really <laughs> and nice. it's just rad—the community coming together to help yes. each other. That
11: was on seventeen. Yeah, yes.
0: that was on yeah. seventeen. The guy was jumping up and down, flagging down every motorcycle that went by, yeah. trying to get Dang. to his court Dan, date.
3: Our friend Dan Stark said he went by, and the guy flagged him down. He pulled over, and he he begged him for a ride. He goes, "I don't have an extra helmet. Like, we can't." Mm-hmm. But the first person that had an extra helmet. Came by, took him. That's cool. That was really cool. Ah. Nice. Um. Yeah, and there was even talks of like starting a... Motorcycle shuttle service mm-hmm. <laughs> over the hill. Oh, well, it
7: it yeah. might you be, be time. time. 150 bucks. It might yeah. be time. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you, because it takes me, um, you know, it's taking some people two and a half, three hours to get into Silicon Valley from here. And it I takes I a know.
0: 45 minute commute mm-hmm. to I'm a four hour it, commute. Yeah. I'm
7: doing like an hour, hour, five minutes, something mm-hmm. like that. And oddly enough, it's kind of fun riding. You think it's kind of sketchy, but what's more sketchy is 17 when it's wet and traffic's moving. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Right? That's when you have people doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it goes from moving pretty good to stopped yeah. so you're lane splitting and no one's gonna like go back and forth so you can actually lane split pretty quick and then when it you go through the, all the fucked up shit then it opens back up again to two lanes and there's space to move so you can actually get on it pretty good and
6: yeah and you can get you ahead of everyone of too yeah so. and,
7: and it's a good chance to kind of <laughs> understand the limits of riding in the rain i think because you know if you have the right setup and and you're thoughtful about tires and the way you ride it's actually a lot safer i think than we realize because you look at like the way people they race in ireland in this crazy shit you know what i mean
2: exactly and you know if you look at uh, racing in the wet it's not necessarily slower and that's the important thing that people need to get a grip on in in riding in the rain. You don't actually have to back off that much, but you have to ride smoother. But yeah. It's all about you feed yep. the power in, you feed the brakes in. And the you ride, you can really get it on. Isn't there something where you're transferring more friction or something like
7: that as you're staying on, on the it's throttle you're, you're that you're, you're actually not, getting more grip because you're right? You're, you're on not right? going to be
5: able to trail brake
7: as much. You have to be smoother. Right. It, you it
5: just, helps you become a better rider because it... Forces you to learn how to be smoother. Well, and one thing
7: I realized, so I'm coming up on these. If you're if you're familiar with the road, I'm coming home and I'm about to. I'm by the reservoir, about to go into that, those first set of sweeping turns. Which,
3: by the way, many cars and there's a video out. People are hitting <laughs> yep. the river, going across mm-hmm. in that corner, and they're losing control, the spinning their cars yeah. out.
1: Uh, is it called the? Uh, is it Valley Surprise? Is that what you're talking? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Well like Normie Surprise. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, <laughs> go, ahead,
7: go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Anyway, kind of. Uh, I, I knew it was coming because you know you <laughs> ride the road enough. You know, that kind of stuff. Which I will say, and also, you know, be familiar with the roads. Be thoughtful and be aware of what's ahead, if you know. So I knew this thing was coming. It just so happened as I start kind of coming through this sweeping left-hand turn, and I know the standing water is going to be moving across the road, I'm passing a semi. Right, so oh, yeah. I hit the uh, the tractor part, the front of the semi, oh. just as I go through this river of standing water, and I was like, "Okay, this is it, man. Let's just let's just do." And I just chilled out. I relaxed my arms, right. and I picked my head up and looked way ahead, and I just tried to just chill. And let the bike do its thing, and I get, it was like I got pounded by a fire hose for like five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, in there. And uh, and I know the guy driving the truck must have been like, "Holy shit, I am about to kill this fucking guy."
6: <laughs> He's probably like, "Let's put that on YouTube." Wait, you know, yeah.
2: you <laughs> all know that I've I've got a history driving large commercial vehicles, and there's the rules. There's these five keys to safe driving they're called the five keys and it's all about space cushion driving rule number one is it actually says aim high in steering and it's a really goofy thing to say but basically what it means is just look down the road don't look at what's happening right ahead of you Yeah. get look down the road. Yeah, that's it, because I couldn't see down shit down the road for like, like five five seconds. seconds, it was nothing. You know, and that, that'll that get you through. Um, yeah. I'd like to review all five of them, because, you know, um, at some stage in the future, we've, we've got a busy show tonight. But it's a great way to approach motorcycling. And once you once you understand these five keys to space cushion driving, it's it's really is going to make you a safer rider. Yeah, there's um, there's
1: a motor version of that where it's the acronym is C: search, evaluate, and execute, and then the sipty right. mm-hmm. search, interpret, predict, blah, 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 or whatever. But it's simply, I guess, I'd imagine. It's well, the same you know,
2: thing. It's a, this is the thing. I mean. I first started driving um, heavy buses with Greyhound. Greyhound, UPS, FedEx, um, they all go through the same driving system, and they're all yeah. based on these five keys. But it's great for biking as well. I, I, I always say I'm a better bike rider because I've driven heavy buses. and I'm a way better bus driver because I've ridden motorcycles. So, you know, the the, the two are very, very... You, you, See, you it's can join interesting them together.
3: I'm good at riding buses, and I'm not good at riding bikes. So you, uh, on the
2: passenger, <laughs> right, on the right,
0: bike, right.
3: you think it would go together. You yeah. would think
0: yeah. that. But I'm terrible can... in cars, but I can ride on the back <laughs> of a motorcycle. You
2: can always drink Lord a latte knows. when you're on the bus. The,
0: so, other, well, the yeah. last you thing can I'll drink say l-
7: is, <laughs> is also don't be afraid to, to ride in the weather. You know, It's a lot of no, fun. It's great. And, and the bikes do their thing. Even last yeah. night, I, I, had, I just felt like getting out of the house, and I just ripped up to Davenport. <clears> and... Um, and it was a little wet and drizzly and stuff like that, but just, you know, and aired the bike out. And and I was, you know, doing pretty good pace, and, and it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So I would say don't let the weather stop you and from riding.
2: I've just come up with a top tip. Emma's top tip, if you're going to ride in the rain, the tires are crucial. So yep. kick down for a decent pair of tires. Michelin Pilot 3s. There you go. And make and, sure
6: they're inflated.
2: And know yep. your tire pressures. Yep. If you ride a sport bike, guess what? Your tyres are 36 in the front, 42 in the back. If you ride a supermoto or a cruiser, 33 in the front, 36 <laughs> in the back is going to get you down the road. Well, it
6: still depends on the kind of tire and your own personal preference. Right, but... It, the point you stressing is that if you have under-inflated tires, even good tires are going to hydroplane. Right. So, especially on the sport bikes, too, because you might have a much larger rear tire. The larger the rear tire is, higher Better your chance you're going to start hydroplaning at lower pressures. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, had this, uh, I had this rule the first
11: couple, three years I was riding... Uh, if there was any two of these three things, I wouldn't ride, and it was night, rain, and really heavy wind. <laughs> so you if there was any two of those, I just wouldn't go riding unless I absolutely had to. But I've broken yeah. all three of those this but
4: week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was it, just I thinking, mean, I did
11: that not that long ago. <laughs> if you're not too experienced, it's, uh, I think it's a good rule.
2: Especially really heavy wind. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny you should bring that up, Cap. Uh, even after so many years of riding, the wind sca- still scares me the most. Because mm-hmm. yep. you can't see it, it's completely unpredictable. And it makes you change lanes quickly. And <laughs> it makes it's you like, tired.
6: It doesn't affect you the way you'd expect it to. It feels like you're getting blown from the bottom, like right. you're sliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really weird,
7: you yeah, know over time, It just it wears your ass out. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's it hard so, You just gotta go to full time so
6: much innuendo.
3: So Jim. I got a question for you
7: <laughs> <laughs> It's a little time
3: Jim you we normally did some,
7: spend some time together <laughs> <laughs> in a single bedroom <laughs> yeah. Jim
3: you normally when you normally ride you wear your high-vis vest did, uh, yes. did it make you feel any safer riding in these crazy conditions knowing you're more high visible
7: well you tell me you saw me the other day right i did i was I... past you it's true <laughs> i was in my
3: car and i'm like i recognize hey that's jim from the the yellow high vis vest right. which i saw until we caught up to traffic and then he took us splitting lanes but it, it brings up the question um this is something we we've talked about before making yourself more visible right um and and i still think even though it's debatable that some of the accidents some of our people have had like stumpy when he lost his leg could have been avoided if he had say a a headlight modulator or m- more high visibility. I think a lot of people just don't see you. Drivers don't see you. They don't um, look, though. But, <laughs> yeah.
4: but, yeah, but that's they true, look. they don't look. So
3: I did, I put a headlight modulator and a brake light modulator on my Versus. And I, I definitely feel a difference when I'm splitting lanes and stuff. But um, a lot of people still haven't done it. I mean, Jim put on that high-vis vest. There are things you can do, but people aren't doing it. And so the question is, w- why aren't people making an effort to be more visible um i think that there's a line i'm yes. not sure what that line is that line may be oh it doesn't look cool right. it's not cool or, if you're not dressed all in black or you know it's <laughs> too complicated to wire that up to my bike uh-huh. or something like that so we have,
2: for nerds we, we are,
4: <laughs> we have,
3: we're here to present a solution to you
2: this is the perfect okay. segue, guys <laughs>
3: so we have with us today alex and ian from break free technology or break free tech yep. yeah now alex you've been a fly on the wall here at the garage for a couple of years and you were nice enough to introduce us to the bolt motorbikes guys and every now and then you throw stuff at us and like hey check out this or let me introduce you to this person i appreciate that
9: i try to help out
3: um and like a year or so ago you came here with some crazy like balsa wood or something like carved (laughs) contraption and this big idea of this thing that you were going to make that's right uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't balsa wood, was it? It was no.
9: It was the, it was a sensor glued to my helmet. It and then might there was well like a been big, balsa wood. It was big just a big box that was taped to
4: my jacket.
3: It was a thing. <laughs> but you were like, yeah, I'm gonna build this thing, and it's and well, you know what? Let's just say, you've built it, and you're here to talk about it. So, Alex and Ian, why don't you guys tell us what you have created and how many problems you're gonna solve with it?
10: So, uh, so what we have today is a, we have a brake light. And it's a super, super bright brake light. If anybody in the garage has yes, seen it
0: is. It's it. obscene. It will melt your face I'm off. S- I still
10: can't <laughs> see shit um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's also it works on deceleration. It doesn't work on your bike's brakes. So the okay. Wait,
0: what?
3: Wait, what?
10: So it works on any deceleration.
3: So there's no wires.
10: There is no wires. You don't have to splice anything into your loom.
3: There's nothing. no like Bluetooth sensor. Nope.
10: Nothing plugs into your phone. No apps. No nothing. You just turn it on, and go. So when you headbang... Da-
0: oh, da- I was just going to fucking ask that, god it! <laughs> when you listen to music, does it, does it...
10: Coincidentally, we have a very smart technology guy who's sorted all the noise out of it, so it's literally just when you're slowing down. Wow. Where do you have the accelerometer?
3: Okay, well, hold, hold on.
10: Everything in there.
3: So, can you describe it to our listeners who can't see what we're looking at? What is this light? And where does it go?
10: So it's basically... It's a light that's stuck onto the back of the helmet, um, and we kind of we 3D scanned a bunch of helmets to kind of figure out the shape that works with the, the you know the biggest variety of uh, the shapes out there so um, we've got kind of a custom shaped LED and we're kind of using some technology that we've borrowed from um, the automotive industry so, uh,
3: so this is the size of like your hand right if you put yep. your hand on yeah, the back of your helmet so
10: it's very thin and it's about the size of you know a large so
3: phone what's it large like hand. 3 by 7 maybe Maybe it's or by
1: it, five or so, Mike. looks like it a rough the rough
10: size but, you know yeah. the it's super thin. That's kind of the you know the the big bullet pointers are trying I, to get it to.
3: You know what it, you know what it looks similar to? Um, uh, v, uh, VR goggles. Yeah, it looks yeah. like That's a small pair exactly of ski goggles. Exactly what I was going to say. It looks like you have VR goggles on the back of the helmet. <laughs> yeah.
2: So if if I can have a go at describing this, it, it's the VR goggle shape. It's got a dark gray surround. Then the lighted part, which is red, of course, it's a brake line, forms a border, and then there's an imprinted bright silver uh, sculpture in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's extremely modern looking. If like a fighter jet from the future had a tail light, it's like
0: a Tron thing. It would. It is. Yeah. It's like it's exactly. like the tail
2: light on a Tron bike. It's mm-hmm. very modern. It's very angular. It's, it's like. Do you remember Dieter on Saturday Night Live? You're angular and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. it's a great looking thing. So
3: this is a like goggle-shaped light system that's contoured to fit the helmet. How does it attach to the helmet?
10: So we got a, a system that kind of works on dual lock. If has ever seen dual lock, it's like gigantic yeah. Velcro. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Oh. Instead yep. of a hook and loop, it's basically a hook and hook. Yep.
10: And it snaps together. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
4: Hmm. <laughs>
10: Yep, so
1: the idea so is So it's that removable. You can pop it, yes.
4: it is removable,
10: so you know if you think okay. it's on my helmet, but I want a passenger, I don't want to blind my passenger, you can take it off your helmet oh. and put it right. on their helmet. That's, that's fucking brilliant. And
0: what would be
2: permanently Whoa. attached to your own helmet? Just a small little bit of dual lock. Okay, very yeah, good. And really that's good. available separately, of course, so you can yep. kind of. Yep. Yep.
0: That's what share I hold my on. cat ears on my helmet with. It works great. Okay. <laughs> exactly. it, it withstood track speeds, so. Right, cat okay. ears on your helmet? Yeah. So I Hello, do. wind buffeting. Oh, it's not bad. I drilled holes in it so the wind passes right through. Okay. So
3: <laughs> did
6: did so you drill basically. holes in your cat ears or in your helmet? Yes. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, so
3: basically what this is, this is a, a helmet-mounted accessory brake light mm-hmm. that is not attached to your bike. So even if your lights aren't working this one will
10: coincidentally yeah. that's right it works <laughs> right. for downshifting I need it this. works for engine braking. Um, so um,
3: anytime you down, decelerate yeah. it automatically comes on exactly
10: exactly and, you know. and what's the battery life um, we've got what about a week's worth of it if
9: we're uh, it depends on when you ride how often you ride and is this rechargeable? Or you it's rechargeable, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, and do you
11: right. have is there a little port okay? A little yeah, USB port mic, micro USB probably Does so it you
0: battery, Sweet if you have a center or any other connected device on your helmet It'll be super easy to just
2: throw the okay. charger yep. on
0: at the same time it's I didn't mm-hmm. know a lot of us plug in our helmets about once a week for our So the yeah.
2: thing that impresses me the most about it, I mean, there's a lot of technology, but you've got that. What is that? A showy RF12 yep. that yep. you've got it on? It looks like it belongs on the helmet. Yep. It does. Yeah. It, yeah. it really looks like it's a. It's yeah. an integral design of the helmet.
10: We designed the skirt kind of soft so that it, you know it molds on the shape. It, yeah, it it's got like a little bit
2: of give in it that you can mold. If onto. somebody
10: has a modular, that's not going to run into nope. that at
2: all. Yeah. No. 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 All
3: right, let's get to why.
10: Well, the why is because uh, we want to help out the motorcycle community and we want to make people safer. So if you think of you know the majority of the bikes out there, you have a tiny little light. It's very low compared to you know all your SUVs and your gigantic dangers. Of Especially those converted super motos,
7: man.
0: Exactly. <laughs> my, my heavy quotations brake light that only only lights up Comes every other 6, piston.
7: <laughs> I was going to say too because I have a I have a top case on the back of my bike and it yep. it really obscures the tail light a lot. Yeah. You know. Right.
10: Yep. It's funny because in the in the automotive world, they mandated center lights on you know the top of the windshield. This is what twenty years ago. Oh, yeah. sure, thirty,
13: 30, 30 years yeah. ago now.
10: Yeah. yeah. So basically, we're putting this in the highest location possible, which is on your head, to make it the most visible. And uh, if you've seen. We've got kind of little test unit here. It is super, super bright. We've got about a hundred LEDs in the back of that. You know it's,
1: what yeah. I what I like about it is it's attached to your head, and your head moves around a lot, and so that's a yeah. weird, obscure kind of a movement that people kind of key into.
6: Aside <clears> from, <throat> from it being bright, yep. it's not the stationary thing that kind of you know. I think that people people tend to notice the movement more too. Yeah. Like if you're you know behind another big SUV or something, you're, you might just blend into the background. Yeah. If you had just you know another set of brake lights on it, so yeah.
10: yeah.
3: Is is there any law that says you can't have something that bright?
10: There's not no, no, nothing yet.
3: Isn't, uh, right? I mean it's very bright. Yeah, well the, are, the law says laws. that
10: it's like you
6: can only you can have a red light on the back. Yep. It doesn't say like it has to be on your bike. It can well,
2: be on the, you.
8: This <laughs> yeah. would be in addition to your current running lights. This would yeah. not be a replacement no. of right. your Actually, look you could the, you could conceivably the, put it on a top case. The Department well, of yeah.
2: Transport rules actually say that any lighting device has to be bolted onto your bike <coughs> however this is something different this is yep. an addition mm-hmm. and what this is going to work benefits for if you've built yourself a custom barber and you know we all love custom bikes and when you build yourself a custom bike the thing you tend to go for is the smallest tail light possible because that's yeah. the coolest especially one especially if it's a barber right yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> this you can build that beautiful custom bike you can dress all in black and, you know, you, the cool guy in your black leather jacket with a tiny, tiny tail light. But hopefully people are going to see you yeah, because you've got thing. this. Mm. And I gotta, this is so damn cool. So okay, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going. I'm really going to have, really, have this. I got this a this is question. You and I, will I will fight you for this. <laughs> I am going to have this. I will <laughs> I will brawl you for this. Right now. now. I will win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know you
1: will. I have. Uh, it won't stop me trying. That. So this actually <laughs> operates as running light and a
10: brake light, or, or is it? Yep. Yeah. It, okay. uh, it operates about an eighth of the brightness when it's just a running light. Excellent. And then when you hit the brakes, it comes and on. And does really
0: it pulse? I saw a pul- like a. Does it pulse when you brake harder or?
9: What it What it does is it detects how quickly you're decelerating. So if you're slamming your brakes, it's gonna know that it's an emergency stop. So it's gonna we could technically program it to be anything but right now it flashes three times and then grows you know right. grows it's solid
0: very attention grabbing when it starts flashing yeah. Yeah. for sure yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. can you uh, make it do messages so when someone cuts me off it can say f you Force <laughs> code
4: fuck you
8: version <laughs> two <laughs> yeah or yeah. turn your lights on when it's raining
3: yeah, yeah. all right so yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah
3: so we know that your company is called break free tech but what is this light called
10: we haven't come up with a name yet.
3: Yes, let's come up with a oh, name, people. Name that light. All right, everyone, let's go around. Name that light. Who's got an mm. idea? Mark
6: 1. Mark one.
5: <laughs> Mark one. that light,
6: though? Version 0. 0.
3: 0.9.1. <laughs> it's the stopinator. Okay.
1: What you're doing right now, and the, the the lights are cycling, which is kind of cool. I, I'd imagine sometime down the road you could put indicators there that turn left oh, and right, maybe. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah.
9: one of the things that's kind of in the uh, wish list. Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you get it. You
1: can
0: probably make a first, Bluetooth right? link. Oh. How would you
9: hey. activate it? Like, jerk your head one side? <laughs> That's what we were
11: thinking, actually, you know.
3: You guys, we need you to come up with you. some names for this. Got Some ideas. The the oh, the, head, the headlight.
11: Uh, that's what I was thinking. The same thing. Oh.
2: It was <laughs> too corny. <laughs> no, this. I mean, it's so high tech. You know, it's like the Robotron. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Whatever
3: you name it, you got to go add three thousand to the end.
2: At least. It's the headlight Robotron three thousand X Y Z. <laughs> Five thousand S U. Oh, I got one. I got one.
3: What you got?
1: Headspace.
9: Whoa! That's, that, there's a
1: meditation That's, app for
9: that. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
12: How about the uh, XP thirty-three space modulator? Oh, I like <laughs> that, that one worked. Uh, PQ thirty-two. <laughs> oh,
6: <one>
5: PQ thirty-two. <laughs> what about the the back the fuck off? There you go.
6: BTFO. Yeah, it's called
5: the BTFO.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or BTM zero. I don't know. BTM zero three thousand.
11: Liza's thought of one. She's just not saying it
13: yet. Headbreakers.
3: Well, I was trying to think like, all. So, but I don't know what head is in Spanish.
13: Capes. No,
3: that's not good.
4: Idea
7: mala. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, Why don't we do like a listener contest? Why don't head listeners oh. uh, come up with an idea that would be rad for there this and light? I like my ride Rider, you know, uh, David Hasselhoff. How about na, we do na, this? Na, na,
2: na, we need to na, take na, a picture of na, this na. thing. No, no, Put it no, on no, our Facebook no, no. page so people can actually see it. <laughs> yeah, you guys up for that Yeah, Down Check there. them out on Instagram. Hey, What's ooh. your Instagram handle
9: break free tech
2: break free Trek So go to break free tech um, Check out the actual product. We'll post a picture of it on our Facebook page Yeah, right yeah. in come up with a great name for this uh, thing and wait. we'll submit it to you guys next Let's week how about, I got how one. About
6: scully
4: <laughs> 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 they're,
6: they're I don't think they want to be associated with that How about It's already developed. I mean, they're not asking yeah. for a whole bunch
10: of money to come up with them. It's not no, a no. magical hologram
6: break. Light.
3: They, they yeah. want to avoid all the lawsuits. Yeah. How about um, Breakinator? What about, what about the break cap?
4: The,
13: the what? The break cap. How about Break Tastic? Break The backlight. Hey, well, Heads up breaking. Like, I, f- no,
0: like, <gasps>
3: I, got it, I got it. I got it.
0: Wait, that was a good one
3: break it and buy it.
0: <laughs> oh, you break you have, to, all you all have to buy horrible. it first though, Liza.
6: No, like buy when it, you think about it. what's in a name, you you want to say it's something that breaks, it goes in head, <laughs> 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 something that breaks, it goes on your head and it's safe. Heads up breaking. Ooh, so that's you have
12: to break
4: come dancer. come
6: up with something like that that, you know, hits all those three points, right? Break safe, and then you have to add pro at the end. Headbreak light. <laughs> so <laughs> like you're taking a page out of Apple's handbook. You say or, pro, and it doesn't mean anything. Well,
4: no, you, <laughs> say, you say pro,
6: and you charge an extra fifty dollars. So you're and saying it's green, like so it's a green version. Yeah, no, you something. need to yeah. sell one that doesn't have rechargeable batteries, so you can upsell that. I think,
3: I think, I think, really, the real takeaway: whatever you name it, you start with i and end with three thousand, and whatever you put in the middle is soft.
9: I break um, three thousand. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go! It like 3, the iBreak
8: The I break Pro.
1: I would lose Ooh. my shit if you
6: actually called what, what it about, the about 3000.
1: That would be so cool, actually. What about
6: uh, Brake Blast Portable? Or Blast Brake Portable? Yeah, and you can have one of those, like,
12: classic, like, rappers from, <laughs> Hey, this is it! It blasts
6: because it's super bright, it's a brake light, and it's portable. Break blaster, go. break, mm-hmm. break yeah. blaster, three thousand. Break, bla- break,
3: yeah, break blaster. No, I, I like the idea. We'll post it on on our Facebook page and head It's the headshot. But,
12: <laughs> but head shot. Make, I'm really the red facial. But Wait, no, it's make no mistake, camera. guys.
2: <laughs> I'm excited about this <laughs> because this is the first product I've seen probably in forever. So that is devoted to safety. That is cool. That is cool. Yes. That actually looks cool. Because yeah. normally, as soon as you say the word safety,
4: yeah, safety <laughs> is like yeah. the
6: enemy of fun. Yeah. So it's does like, it, uh, <laughs>
1: doesn't it every uh, high high vis vest come with a protractor and a? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it just comes with an
6: aerostation of BMW.
1: Yeah.
11: Tell us, okay,
1: tell
6: us
11: uh, a little so more should... uh, in detail, like how this product became from mind yeah. to paper to. You had to have somebody mold that to the yep. final product how long, which you're holding yeah, in. Your how long
3: hand. have you been developing
9: it? <laughs> it's a long story. So it's <laughs> it started out about two years ago. Um, I got an internship working for this successful entrepreneur who's built a bunch of products. One of his products in, uh, that he was developing was this car autonomous brake light thing that he wanted to put. In the back of the car and it would just flash as soon as you slammed on your brakes because you couldn't tell how fast you're slowing down so i was in charge of figuring out if that's a good idea doing some market research to me as a rider this was a perfect fit for motorcycles so i steered it in that direction i told them look this would be a perfect accessory for riders of any kind this would be you know high visibility you know we're so hard to see on the roads there's so many dangers for motorcycles we really value that kind of stuff For cars, they feel pretty safe. So we went in that direction. I started going around to all these different dealerships and different uh, meetups and talking to people like, do you think that this is a good idea? This is what we're building. One of those dealerships was Ian's dealership. He was working at Kalmodo at the time. I pitched him the idea and he told him, yeah, I think I could actually help you out with that. And then so (laughs) we ended up meeting up sometime after work and he, you know, it went from there. He just
10: so happened to serendipitously meet an industrial designer, so
4: yeah. <laughs> I was like, nice. Hey, you nice. can nice. Help okay. make this yeah. thing
10: look cool. All
3: right, so is this thing available to market yet?
10: No, we're going to crowdfunding.
3: So, what crowdfunding? What where? Where you're, if people think this is a good idea, how can they help support it? How can they get one?
10: Well, I'm going to say, all right, there's blank stairs us on uh, social so media, and we're going to kind of release the details of where we're going.
3: So, you're still working the strategy Most likely out right now.
10: Indiegogo, and yeah, soon. so
3: that's, that's what cool. you're going to do. Kind of like, I mean, Scully could be a good or bad example in that.
9: Bad, It's bad, well, bad. It's, bad
3: you know, we're to avoid no, no, Scully's it's a good example, example in possible. that they did crowdfund and they got a lot of people who recognize this is a great product. Exactly. I want to support it.
6: Yes. Yes. Theoretically
3: after that (laughs) they they fucked everything up but
6: (laughs) vapor taking
3: it to crowdfunding and letting people recognize and support it was a great move and that's what you guys are going to do so
10: and you can see the technology right there yeah but and And And
3: i've seen there are things like this that exist but are any of them
10: none of them are this operated none of them are most of the things that are out there are things that you wire into your bike. Yeah, yes. They're not as yeah. bright as we are. <clears throat> they don't look as good. They don't fit as good. So we're trying to kind of... <laughs> like and how it. much does this thing weigh total? To be it weighs about as much as your cell phone.
13: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I got a question for you. This might be a little too not worth... Uh, well, uh, why why did you go for, for uh, not VC funding instead
10: of... And went for uh, Crowd. crowdfunding? Yeah. I Mean we want to kind of control the process.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah we're, we're we can help make someone <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. slave labor <laughs> recycle Style yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, hold
9: you guys to it the, the
2: obvious <laughs> the obvious question. I'm going to ask and it may be far too premature but <coughs> In your guys minds, you know What you think this is going to retail for is it too early to share that or can you, well, you at least share a basic a goal, idea right? of what you would expect somebody to pay for this?
9: What we could tell you is our thinking for crowdfunding, we want to give people the best deal possible sure. for you know, being the early supporters. Right. We would like to offer the very first people the option to buy it for eighty-nine dollars.
0: Oh wow, whoa, that is, is affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that you can buy one and buy one for your honey
2: too. Yeah. Right, so. it's cheaper yeah.
6: than medical bills. So. It is, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. but it's that's, contingent that's uh, on you getting the crowdfunding. I mean, what we're seeing right now is basically a working prototype, Absolutely. and that's the stage you're at right now. Yep. yep. Okay.
9: It looks as well as it's going to look as a finished product.
2: Right, right, right. the technology works. Uh-huh. We're not going to go ahead and try and figure out how to make this no, afterwards. Th- this does not look like something that somebody's just knocked up in a shed. No. I mean, this yeah. is an extremely professional-looking thing. I mean, it looks ready to go. Yeah, we'll see it's the something <laughs> you could
6: buy in a store. It looks It you know, looks like something
0: available. that you would choose to buy in a store. Is, yeah. Well, yeah. is yeah. that one that, of your personal yeah. <laughs>
10: helmets? Uh, this is, yeah, this is Alex's helmet. Okay. Yep.
0: So, uh, let's get to this. So,
3: um, Alex... Yep. You ride. Tell yep. us what you ride.
9: I ride a uh, 1999 Honda
3: VFR. Okay. Do you have anything on you or that bike that would be considered high vis or safety?
9: Well, for one of these business plan competitions, I. I brought a high vis vest just mm-hmm. to show how dorky it looks. Right. So I've actually been riding with it since I felt <laughs> like I need to be seen. I have two kids. Right. I can't. I can't go down. So you know. You guys I'll,
7: have to stop gear shaming the high vis vest. All I'm not
9: right? gear shaming. <laughs> I, was I feel a little dead inside this can work after in I started to wear with.
8: mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna lose a lot of BMW riders. No, no,
3: but that's this exactly the point. I think I think we all recognize the need, and it's a smart right. move to make. However. It's either not stylish or it's too complicated or it's too expensive. So you guys are coming up with something that fits the market's need. And we definitely need a need for high visibility. Um, I mean, you haven't put any other lights or anything on your bike yet. So you're kind of like, this is, you think this is, this is going to be, it? this is going to make a big difference.
2: I think so. Yeah. I, I can testify. Alex's bike is completely bone stock. I'm desperately in love with it. I love those VFRs. It's cool, oh it's don't,
3: don't let her touch it. <laughs> to.
2: I already laid my I hands all it. over it. So,
3: Ian, do you ride? I do ride. What do you ride?
10: I have a RC R. Oh. Nice. Nice.
3: Did you just oh, say you, RC8R? You've got yeah. my up the butt bike.
6: <laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I do. That's a coincidentally, good one. it has the tiniest little brake light that is almost invisible. <laughs> yeah.
6: but mm-hmm. That's true, but <laughs> it's, it's also it's the so best sexy. looking bike. It's got, in got the existence. best ass it in the
0: existence of bikes. I mean, exactly. And it's, and it's all a, about dead ass. Dead ass,
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's actually a kind of a tall bike. That's
10: exactly. Well, I used to work for KTM as well, but I got it because it's for giant people like me.
6: Yeah, I hear it's got some pretty good adjustable stock
10: rear sets. Yeah, you can move the rear sets down. You can move the handlebars down. Yeah, okay. Everything is I
0: need stilts really well. yeah, yeah, man, you, know who else,
6: you know who else had one of those is Craig and he he's did, six foot yeah, seven yeah.
10: So
3: so <laughs> and do you have any high-vis anything you or your bike wear?
10: I don't actually No.
3: So you guys are the exact reason why there needs to be something like this you recognize the need to have some better safety visibility, but you yourselves Except for Alex and the the, yep. the
0: vest, haven't crossed that line. <laughs> to be exactly. fair, KTM, anything is inherently high vis
2: with how much orange is on it. <laughs> yeah.
10: <laughs> True story. And the matte black version,
0: though. So.
2: Oh, fun. Uh. It's oh. that tiny taillight, and it's yeah. the tiny taillight that makes it cool. And low. Yeah. You know, um, this week on my bench, I had um, Ducati Superbike. That same tiny taillight. It's cool looking bike. Yeah.
3: So, I don't want to gloss over the fact that you mentioned that you used to work for KTM. I did. All right. Can you tell us any secrets?
10: Um, well, I was there in, let's say, 2007 to 2009 as an industrial designer. Mm-hmm. And actually, KTM doesn't have their own industrial design house. They work through a house called Kiska. Kiska, yeah. Kiska does all of their... They do product design as well, but they also do KTM at the time, Huseberg, now Husqvarna. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some Austrian brands, so I was one of the, uh, the guys on the ground sketching and... Putting stuff into clay and trying to make stuff look pretty. Wait
3: a um, minute. Wait, when were you there?
10: 2007 to 2009. Oh, So see. Right in the wonderful <laughs> economic I, I climate an, of 2009. I have yeah. an
3: 06 Super Duke. So I saw that. Ha- yeah. So you haven't touched that.
10: I had not touched that.
3: So what did you have uh, part in? Any bikes? At the
10: time, I had uh, had good amount to do with the uh, KTM SMT, but mm-hmm. uh, since I was there from 2007 to 9. They just came through and wiped out all the programs because that was, you know, right when the economy kind of took a dump. So we had super, super cool programs Mm. that kind of ended up getting canceled. Um, The electric bike push through was part of that. Uh, There was a lot of like the hardened Duro bikes that were going to be a little bit sooner and kind of ended up coming out.
3: KTM electric bike.
10: It's the free ride, right? The free Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Did that get any traction?
1: I've seen like videos of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And. Now, you are working where?
10: Now, I work in uh, Minneapolis at uh, Polaris. Okay. And we do, obviously, Indian motorcycles. I know, Indian there's so many things we can't ask. Well, victory. no,
3: we can ask you anything we want. You, you just can can't answer I don't them. know what I can answer necessarily. So. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I mentioned that we had had... Uh, In here, Darren, Katie, Sue designed for BMW. So Mm -hmm. we heard the story about the you know the curtains and the secrecy and and it takes usually like how many years does it take for something to get from paper to?
10: It depends on the program. If it's a ground up program, it could take four years from you know the first sketch to you know on dealership floor. Wow! Um, If it's a refresh, you know a little bit less than that. It depends on you know how much stuff you're tooling up and.
2: And, Portland you know, the, the thing I find interesting about that is um, that four years has been, it's been four years forever. Yeah. If you go back to um, Detroit in the 50s and the 60s, you'd see that the cars that were being sold in 62 were designed in 58. Mm. Exactly. You know, it, 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 it's always been that four-year yeah. window. Yeah.
4: Development because,
2: cycle. Yeah, you've got to design it. Mm-hmm. And then um, the metallurgists have got to get their hands on it and then find out whether that works. And then it's got it backwards and forwards. And yeah, so. That's exactly why Disco lasted till 1982. That is exactly why.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was just because that was like the world's longest bender.
13: (laughs) 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 There's that too.
4: So you're working in in Polaris. Is this like a dream job for
10: you? Yeah, I mean, I being an industrial designer is awesome you just sketch stuff all day and play in the clay it's uh
3: now are they hired (laughs)
4: <laughs> how uh, how so good
10: are your sketching skills? Pretty good. I'm a graphic designer. You should send me a portfolio.
3: Okay. So at Polaris, do they divide, like, do they have designers for just
10: No, coincidentally, years, it's, a, it's actually kind of a cool studio where we can all, we all have an equal shot at, you know, most anything. So you could be on a snowmobile, you can be on a side-by-side ATV, you know, motorcycle. Ski-doo. Yeah, it's a different
11: that's company. That's a different,
3: you know. No, no, no. Exactly. It's like saying Coke. Yeah, if you,
11: know, you look it. up to that but paper yeah. plate, that's one of Knox sketches. <laughs>
4: Um, can, 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 can let me, can guess, you say, let me okay. guess it's
7: a male nude. You don't want to kind of know weird. what that started off as.
3: Now, oh, does that mean that you guys, how, how long ago did you guys know that that Victory would be getting the plug pulled, or was it a surprise to you? Two? He can't answer that. No, he can, because that's behind him.
10: No, we we actually found out officially, you know, Pretty much right before the press release
3: so they were actually people were working on stuff up till yeah, that time i actually
10: right. was working on a, a victory right up until about a month before aesthetically,
8: oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. aesthetically what uh what do you think of victory versus indian if you can say that <laughs> uh
10: well i've only been at the company two years so i had no responsibility for any of the stuff before mm-hmm. that um i think the indian stuff is the more polished um, that's a battle I can say
2: yeah you know, um, <laughs> as, a, as an outside observer you know the the um the victories always seem very stylized by yeah you know that's the, a way the, to put it. the the Indians very very much more uh, traditional both the scout exactly. and the, uh, yeah. and the chief um, but yeah the those victories they've just very very stylized
10: yeah yeah we do we do a lot of focus grouping so it's interesting you know what plays and what right. type of market and what location no, no. and you know sure. you go down to daytona bike week and you'll understand victory in a second
2: yeah oh sure right and you know anything that has got an element of radical design to it is always going to be controversial you know last week me and Liza got into it, which is not unusual. But <laughs> over the original Katana's mm. from nineteen eighty, which is a Hans Muth, in my opinion, it's it his masterpiece. Shark gorgeous. We're Absolutely, you, you like it? Alone. Yeah, because from a designer standpoint, <laughs> it's an. It's a space ap- bike. <laughs> it is a space bike from nineteen eighty. What could be better?
4: Yeah.
3: So, all right.
2: Thank you. That Thank you, katana.
3: Ian. Katana. <laughs> <laughs> that katana you either love or you hate it because it was an extreme design so let me ask you this working for Polaris is there any way they let you guys get away with any extreme designs like that or they really keep it they they
10: try to keep a tight ship. Okay. Um, we we focus group a lot of stuff. So you know if it's too polarizing, it's <laughs> yeah. usually going to get the axe. Different Don't, companies work different yeah, ways. I mean sure. you've seen some really weird stuff come out from KTM. Yeah. Because the designers <laughs> are you know they have a, a quicker link, so they can you know, they can take bigger risks. But they can also take bigger losses But
2: well. Come on, Austrian. Liza. I mean, look at some of those, the, the, the victories. The, what was the big touring bike? I've worked on one of those. The Vision. The Vision. Oh those God. things are wild. <laughs> those they, are
6: awesome. <laughs> it's the only bike that wouldn't fit through the door.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> crazy. That is a wild piece of design. It is. Yeah. The full fairing one? Yeah. Those are amazing. The big touring one? They look like one. spaceships. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, there's yeah. nothing There's nothing conservative about that design. There is mm-hmm. nothing traditional. No. That is a wild-ass piece Design. Well, it's so funny that you bring that up was.
6: as being, like, not conservative, traditional, whatever. It kind of really seems like um, the same stylized design that, like, those old uh, streamlined uh, trains had, sure. you know? And I think, yep. like, the difference Archive. between, like, Victory and Polaris, uh, like, Indian would be that one is, like, a more wild, vivid take on that aesthetic and the other one is, like, a more uh, conservative take on that well,
2: aesthetic. Well, you know, it's... Literal, a, it's you know, Indians kind of style themselves because you've got the Indian Qs. The Indian Qs are those real heavy valance fenders. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a very bulbous gas tank. Mm-hmm. It's the Indian head, which you've got to incorporate yeah. onto the design, and right. just these big, heavy fins on the engine. If you incorporate all those, bam, you've got the Indian. The Scouts are free-for-all because the Scouts it have is. always been a free-for-all. Yeah. It's a lightweight thing. You can go to town on it.
6: Yeah, the Scouts uh, are my favorite-looking uh, Indian.
2: Yeah, actually, I mean, so. a, they're, they're both great-looking bikes in their own way. Yep. Um, but yeah, just that big victory comes to mind.
3: <coughs> right. so, so wild! <laughs> let's, let's come back yeah. to this unnamed product.
2: The Troninator.
3: So you've been working on this for like two years. Yeah, that's right. I'm guessing that you've already got some other ideas brewing in your head.
10: For naming? You know
11: what?
3: No, for other products. Well, Is this true?
11: I got a Possibly. quick question. I'm thinking <laughs> integration right off the bat. Let's do it. Right into a helmet where this is mm-hmm. built right in, where
10: you don't have to have a, a exactly. separate module on the back yeah. of your head. No, we're, we're hoping to you know, kind of talk to some people about that would some be, licensing be Except, amazing.
3: but I like the fact that, as he said, if you have a passenger, you can yeah, take that's, it off and that's put cool it onto too. their yep. helmet.
9: Yeah. Yeah, the
3: or, or like me, I have multiple helmets, so that mm-hmm. is a big plus for mm-hmm. me. But let's go back to what other kind of products are you kicking around, and are they all like safety, high-vis kind of things?
10: For right now, uh, we're actually thinking about making uh, part of our campaign a stretch goal of uh, a light in the front. And we use the same technology, which you guys can see. It's these super, super thin LEDs. Mm-hmm. They're very dense, and they're kind of custom-shaped. Um, so we can get a crazy amount of light into a very small area on the front of your helmet as well.
0: So for like yeah. a, an extra headlight for cornering, or, or for what?
10: To let riders know, you know, it's the same idea. It's easier It'd to be see the high up. It could be. I think there's there's
13: yeah. some different rules about so, what you
10: can put on the front.
13: Right. More of a marker light though than an actual headlight. You're saying? Yeah. yeah. That would be running, super like a running light.
0: Handy yeah. for cornering because your bike may be pointing in one way, but you're looking in another because you're leaning into a corner. But your headlights aren't pointing that way. So if your headlights go and right. your head's pointing, it's a lot nicer. But the,
2: you know, there's there's definitely something to say about being in this this line of vision so people can see. Mm-hmm. Is anybody here familiar with point of sale? Yeah. So point of, point of sale. Where do you put the fastest moving products in the store? At eye level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when people walk into the store, somebody's figured out that people don't want to look up or down. They're just straight ahead. Yeah, it's they always put ahead. them on the right too, because you go to the right first. Right, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. why if
6: you go to Safeway, they have all like the flowers and crap on the right, because you get primed. So you know?
4: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> whenever you walk point of sale, and so this because you're putting it high. You know, it basically, in in people's eye level, um, anything in that area that lights up is so going to make you way more visible.
3: Do you is there a potential? Do you think in the market for more gear like gloves, like jackets that are illuminated, mm-hmm. lit yeah. up? Is this you think?
10: Absolutely, we You think
3: this go. is what where we're going?
10: <laughs> we're I hoping so. to spin it off into other things. You know, like backpacks and gear and.
6: Will you and all make
10: all
0: a Tron
6: light up suit for me?
4: <laughs>
0: you do that. Um, totally. I've seen some illuminated jackets on the market, but they honestly they look really catch, like kitschy. Um, yep. They look like a one off uh, Chineseum extra and grade got C a, design. You've got to
11: wire them in. You've got right, you've, yeah.
0: you've got to wire them in. They look like they aren't protective, and they look like they're just they're they're like a a, a kitschy product. Right. They're they're not exactly. an actual practical, streamlined designed mm-hmm. piece of technology that will improve your life as a motorcycle rider and well, that's
6: they're, what this they're, they're not for safety are they they're just for like
0: hey look they're at me. just to look, look cool me. yeah look which is uh, <laughs> not yeah
6: do you guys have a patent
1: on this
10: we do have a patent for the uh the brake detection algorithm excellent right.
3: so is there anyone here in this room who for whatever reason thinks that they they wouldn't be interested in this is it not cool enough it's too expensive it, doesn't serve a function you're interested in. No, the, in. the price,
11: the price, and the quality. For me, it's it's a great bargain. Yeah. I think my yeah. only question you can, is how you can fast can you easily I get spend? One? <laughs> you can, can easily I spend ninety bucks <laughs> or a hundred bucks getting something similar that's that's a piece of crap. Yeah, yep. I can tell just by the People looking at spend
1: ninety dollars on turn signals, dude. Yeah. You know? right. and they, they, and here's a
8: here's a question because I've, I've seen something like this before that goes like it um that sticks onto the back of the helmet. And one thing somebody brought up was you're sticking like. Even if it's Adhesive, um,
0: yeah. Yeah,
8: well, even if it's if it's very low profile, you're sticking something on the back of the helmet that it wasn't designed with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you get into a crash, yep. mm-hmm. uh, how is that going to affect how the you know how your head bounces around? Yeah, yeah they, the they say
3: like they've said you shouldn't be putting GoPro mounts on your helmet yeah. because if you hit the ground it can
13: it can catch uh, Yeah, it can well, it can catch. thrust wow, that
3: yeah. through the helmet yeah. in your head. Supposedly.
10: So. If you look at most modern helmets, you know the, <laughs> so the stick-ons this? in yeah. most yeah. modern helmets, they're all designed to break away basically like yeah. the, okay. the, the shell itself is as round as possible because it's the safest shape when you're rolling down the road. So it's the same idea with us, you know, it, it's not going to stay on that hard that if you go down right. it's going to, you know, torque your head or anything.
2: Yeah, we.
8: yeah, and the counter argument that occurred to me was, well, you know, if, with this on the back of my head, am I far less likely to actually get an accident in the first place. That's the, so the trade
4: off. Yeah. The right. secondary
0: yeah. part of that is have you tested the adhesive to see if the adhesive has any like plastic degradation quality? Because I know that there are so- I had to do a lot of research when I went to stick my fucking cat ears on my
4: helmet. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I just was to like, clarify I you didn't drill holes in no, your helmet. No,
0: I did not drill holes <laughs> in my helmet, you dingus. I don't know no. if you're a dingus or not. I'm not I'm just asking I'm not a dingus. Okay, I, I, so I agree that needed clarification. I, thank uh, you. Okay. I did not <laughs> drill fucking holes in my goddamn helmet, I drilled holes in the cat ears so that they would not drag with with wind. But... I found out that a lot of <laughs> adhesives <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's right, the boyfriend's Disintegrate, disintegrate <laughs> or degradate plastic yep. um, and, and their like structural they do, qualities. Yep. They degraded. absolutely
10: do. And uh, coincidentally we consulted with a woman from three M and she's kind of given us, you know, the the perfect formula for
0: Awesome. Bread, so yeah, cool. That's great. Okay. That
6: three M well, stuff what, is awesome.
5: Yeah. yeah. W- what about like aerodynamics and buffeting as far as like turning your head, and yeah. the head checks so you can it. kind of mm, yeah. see
10: if you look at like the profile of the shape that's kind of how we design it so when it's you have scooped you it have has the same. that come off they mm. kind of come in yeah. a little bit and that's kind of right about where the shape is so that you're not going to get any uh, any buffeting off of this
2: and you know what I'm noticing when you finally come up with a name which is going to be the Troninator <laughs> <laughs> there's a perfect there's a perfect E-tune. plinth on the back
3: for, to actually yeah. for,
2: to have this highlighted
3: Tron- oh, that I thought that was like the wheelie bar. The no, no, bar. that's
2: that's where he's going to say Troninator. <laughs> um, exactly. It's
3: Eye Breakinator three thousand. <laughs> X, I, <that> sure
2: X. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Pro.
2: <laughs> so, um,
8: Gold Edition. <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned the making the a year. backpack. I can I can like personally I wear a backpack every almost every time I ride. Um, and, and like, I would be very interested in in an armored backpack with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's if if you're going to be putting batteries in a backpack, it could totally be something that you could link up with those. It could be a travel backpack as well, because if you're like a lot of the backpacks now uh, have batteries built in, so they can recharge your laptop. Yeah, um, yeah, I, that's something I would I would buy in a heartbeat. Um. Yeah.
10: yeah, we're hoping to uh, you know to kind of spin it off and do like a modular system that can work on gear, work on a backpack, and in here as well.
8: Be so cool to have the whole back and head light up as well all at once. Make
0: little boot ones too, <laughs> please. Well, that's so, um, light so enough I want light up, yeah. want light up boots.
8: Like, <laughs> like those
4: little
1: kid
2: shoes? Yes. That light up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. what I want. <laughs> okay, that's how I you want knew want who that. the biggest yeah. gangster in school was. It was the kid with those. Yeah. Yep. So yep. enough about, I want to know about you guys. I, I've got to say they are both extremely well groomed. Yes. No, they're yes. very well groomed as well, you So know. So we always ask our guess a range of questions. So, um, you ready? ready. Okay. <laughs> I I- I'm
3: so, curious to see what's about to happen.
4: Well
2: <laughs> I'll start with Alex. Alex, senior bike, it's a wonderful machine. How long have you been riding? So
9: I have been riding for about ten years. Okay but there was a hiatus in between. I um I had my first kid when I was twenty three, so Uh, Dude,
3: I thought you were 22. I know. I am 22. (laughs) I'm I'm shocked right (laughs) now. I
4: know.
9: No, I'm 31,
2: turning 32 in February 27th. All right. So, yeah, uh, you know the family thing comes along. But how did you get your start? How did you get your start on bikes? And what did you start with? So, my first bike was the uh,
9: 1999 Honda F4.
2: Okay. Yeah. First bike.
9: Starting with a bang. Right yeah, now. you know, you got to go for the 600.
2: Yeah, that is a quick bike.
9: I didn't want to be a pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. and,
2: you no. know, what happened
9: was I totaled my car, and my friend was selling his bike at the exact same time. <clears throat> so I ended up buying the bike. Right, And then my parents probably kicked me out of the house.
2: <laughs> because, of the, because of the bike or for undisclosed no, reasons? No, for,
9: for the bike. They were okay. like, it's wow. either the bike or or you got to go. And I so, like,
4: oh, and I you went for the that bike. That's oh. yeah. like, ah, bike biker shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> biker shit. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you know, so I got kicked out of the house. Man. Ended up living with my girlfriend. And then, uh, yeah, when after I was graduating college, I got the opportunity to work with that entrepreneur I mentioned earlier. Right. And that's kind of how I got my... Start back up again with bikes because you know it's it turned into a bike project and then so to my wife I was like well you know I kind of need to have a bike for this mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
2: that, <laughs> <laughs> so
4: nice.
2: that, was, that
9: was the workaround I have been waiting for that
2: yeah. okay and that's when the VFR came That's in.
9: that's when with the VFR came Which don't I you
8: mean the Honda sex candy yes. yeah it is, <laughs> that is I mean, exactly what I'm isn't amazing. it a great
2: bike oh my oh my God. God. it makes so such pretty
8: noises
3: so let's continue yeah. Ian what was your first bike and how long have you been riding
10: um I've been riding about 20 years and my first First bike was a Yamaha TT 225. Back when Yamaha was nice. white and red.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, those yeah. are back in the day with, the, with the white and red checkerboard. Yep. Yep.
10: Yeah. no, I grew up riding dirt bikes and uh, got my first sport bike when I was about 18. Smart, mm-hmm. smart guy that I was. And, <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah.
3: and which one was that?
10: I got a CBR 929 as my first. sport.
4: Club. Oh jeez! <laughs> but,
10: <laughs> yep. well. wow. but after riding a two-stroke 250, it's right? Not exactly. A huge right, and okay. you, you'd yeah. already
2: learned your craft on I the dirt and so on down and so forth. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so um, highlights of your motorbiking career, you know? Oh,
10: I've had uh, <laughs> I've had some good ones. I've got all kinds of broken bones. I had yeah. a nice little accident uh, here in the bay a couple of years ago, where a truck pushed me off the road into a parked car. Oh, oh nice! nice. So that was a good one. Yeah. Wow. Managed to do a perfect flip and not really hurt too much. Okay. Just a thumb, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Broken thumb and broken heels. <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: Um, what are you currently riding? So I
10: have my RC-8. Yes. I have a plated KTM 450. And I have a two-stroke 250 Yamaha. Nice. Oh, nice.
3: So usually we prep <laughs> our 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 guests for this question. We didn't have time to prep you, so I hope you know.
8: Okay.
0: Surprise!
3: <laughs> Surprise!
9: Alex knows what's Surprise, coming. It's coming. It's coming.
3: Let's start with that, <laughs> Alex. What is your up the butt bike?
9: I was thinking about it all day long because, you know, (laughs) i broke for so long. The bike or what? No, not (laughs) on the the bike. (laughs) Is it going to feel like, Uh, is it going (laughs) to (laughs) hurt?
4: Oh my God, is it going to be worth it?
0: (laughs) Just bite the pillow. Will I I recover?
3: Will I keep my (laughs) self-respect? Will I like
1: it? That's actually the most important question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's your rep, the butt bike?
9: Probably the... Ducati Pedagalli. That yeah, that's yeah. a good
3: one. You know, you might be able to go in with Lucas on that.
9: Yeah, I said the uh,
10: 1199 Superleggera. $1 $1. Oh, I Leggera.
3: All right, Ian,
10: what's your up the butt bike? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My up the butt bike would definitely be the Britain.
3: Yeah, yeah, v- uh, yeah. That's I would exactly been do deemed horrible, very butt worthy. Horrible but things
10: yeah. for a V1000. Yeah, and coincidentally, I think all nine of working V1000s were in. Alabama last year. I and think I they missed were. it like wow. an idiot. Were they at Barber or something? They were at Barber. Okay, they did yeah. the vintage day and all nine <coughs> I nine working Britons. Did yeah. you, did I think
3: number 10 is uh, at...
10: Down south, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Solvang. I've, I've never even Solvang. seen one. I've number 10 that, one that never yeah. got raced is sitting in Solvang uh, Motorcycle Museum.
2: And wow. the, there's a great story, I don't know whether you've heard it, that um, it, when Britain wanted to cast the crankcases on that bike, he just dug a hole in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> he dug a hole in the soil and poured molten oh. aluminum in there and cast the yeah. crankcases. No, I mean, the guy was complete lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
10: gorgeous bike, and as a designer, you know, to see it, Right, yeah. the it's a design. whole story where you know, yeah. Just does, does everything. It's it's unbelievable. Right.
6: You know what I I found out about the Britain that I didn't know? It doesn't have conventional steering. It has like yep. forks, but it, it has some kind of it's like hub center. Yeah, yeah so it's it steering a, it thing.
2: The the steering you can trace back. Possible. um girder. I'm I'm sure Ian's familiar with it with the Elf uh, races. Well, yeah, that the was the first was 70s. hub center. Yep.
6: Yeah, mm. but this one isn't like hub center. It's like sort of. It's yeah. yeah it's it's, 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 it's a, an offshoot of it. It's like slightly. You it's, know?
2: A, yeah.
1: it's It's a girder for it's, it's a, girder a, girder a it's a Britain. Yeah. the steering system yeah. is
6: basically a unique thing well, that's that's one of the coolest things i think that a bike can do is like have a really unconventional uh, suspension system like that you know so it's like not only does it look different It's pretty crazy just when you think, like, you know, oh, we have all these fastest bikes in the world or whatever, and they're all using conventional forks that are susceptible to, like, fork flex and, Mm -hmm. you know, make trail braking hard and whatever. And I'm like, well, it's just because people saw technology like this, and they're like, no, it's too expensive, too difficult. We don't care. But,
2: but you know, um, the alternative technology for forks has been around forever, but I remember certainly in the late 70s it was very prolific. Um, there's a British guy who's still around, Eric Fole, um, who did a lot of very, very uh, one off designs for forks. Very effective on racetracks. And I'm pretty sure. Fole? F O A L E? F O A L E? Tony Fole. Tony Fole. Tony Fole. Yeah. yeah. And then there was Danny DeFazio. And mm-hmm. he, Danny was very much involved in the Hub Center thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, good stuff.
3: I think that that's really cool but you know what else i think is cool what's cool guess what time it
2: is well, Christmas. oh we're doing, we're doing it we're doing
3: it we haven't it. done this in a long time we haven't done it? this in a while yeah. and i got sent one this morning that and i we
11: come was back cool. with a whopper let me tell you oh come
3: on <laughs> it, emma will tell you
11: it's a whopper it is a whopper
3: it is a, a, a whopper
11: it's it's a it's a mini whopper is Whopper a Junior? It's a so proper Whopper <laughs> Junior.
1: It's, it's a, a, <laughs> totally a Whopper
11: Junior. It's a
2: proper Whopper. It's such
3: a Whopper that it's no longer available, and this was posted last night. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Um, oh
4: God.
0: But so this who is bought it here? this
3: nobody. <laughs> but this is just to prove the point. There are deals that come up on Craigslist, and the thing about this that really makes it porn, it's got the best thing you can ever want to read. I mean, tell me this doesn't. Free. This tell me this doesn't. <laughs> turn you on when it says all original, come take a look, all tags and paperwork up to date, pink in hand. You yeah. left out one
11: part. What part did you leave out?
3: I left out the part where I said may run. <laughs>
11: <laughs> that's what I said, it may have been in a river for no, the last five years. No, that's too.
3: also May run, <laughs> you want to hear because you, that's why this is so cheap. What we have here, for $300 mm. 300
2: whole American $300. dollars. $300.
3: 1969 Honda Trail 90, ooh, complete. Wow. It says 1969, but like the seat doesn't even have a tear in it.
9: No, this it thing amazing. has been
3: sitting in somebody's shed for decades, is my right. guess. What? And someone is cleaning it out. Jesus Christ! And just says, "Come and get it." Would what Dingus totally, is selling this for three hundred dollars? Would
1: be totally worth it for the legal status, like street legal status, and then you just yeah. swap in a new I'm, engine or in there.
3: Um, you know, the just front fender has some rust on it, but. It's intact. I mean, Mm -hmm. the lights are there. The fork seals are... Uh, the, the boots are someone got track. one hell of a deal. Yep. Yeah, this is so sitting in somebody's garage or shed, area. and somebody pulled it out in his cleaning house. Yep. Um,
6: and then some crackhead's gonna steal it. For three,
0: three and three, how 20 much 20 is bucks. this <laughs> <laughs> running?
2: Oh, in good those things regularly change hands for a thousand to fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I was looking
0: one for my dad because my dad is obs- He's a six foot almost four, right, dude, and he wants a freaking trail 90. Monkey, <laughs> that's like his, his dream bike.
3: The other thing that makes us really legit. The photo stamp on the, the the date was just a couple of days ago.
4: Uh-huh.
0: And this
3: was right here in Santa Cruz, y'all.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It was up actually up in the mountains. And, yeah, yeah. you can tell it's in someone's shed because there's, like... Why didn't you buy it? A bumper sitting next to it and just gar- yard stuff. That's Why, totally, you about Why didn't your bag, your you check man? that
6: that was the one that mysteriously disappeared?
3: <laughs> no, no, R-70s disappeared. But, hey, oh, yeah, this, this, this to me, that's music to my ears. Mm-hmm paperwork pink in hand all current
2: say no more i would rather take a bike that doesn't run Mm -hmm. with the paperwork than Mm -hmm. a great running bike without and in fact wasn't if two or three days ago you put a a posting on cb 350 the price was great it's 1970 yeah
3: one one of the kids sent the link to me and said yeah this looks amazing they only want 1800 should i go buy it right now
2: and you read through it everything's great and then go Bad news, I don't have the paperwork. And it's like, dude, this is a $500 bike. If that yeah. without the paperwork, mm-hmm. yeah. you got nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? You have nothing. You've got mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't do it unless you know a trick.
3: So this is a great find and somebody got it. You know, I bet you Gary got it. He hoards these Gary things.
2: Gary got <laughs> He's gonna
3: show up with this bike next weekend and go, Look at the deal I got, man. Yeah. Yeah. I talked oh, him Gary. down to two fifty. I know. It. I know it. Yeah. So hey, we got time to catch up on some emails and some of them lead to some pretty good questions.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting comments. I
3: wanted to start with Emma. Hello. There was uh, somebody had a question about Supermoto. And since we got all the Supermoto people here,
2: I gave the Supermoto one away. Yeah. And so now we have to figure out who got it. Because I. It says Supermoto at the top there. Yeah, I'm gonna guess who has
0: the Supermoto one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Douglas, mm. I tried to get rid of this twice and yeah. it came back to me. <laughs> yeah. So
11: fuck you guys. <laughs> yep. Sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, this is from Eric. Uh, Eric, titled "Getting Into Sumo Advice." Uh, Hello. For the last six months, I have been working my way through your podcasts, and they are great. <sighs> ha 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 Thank ha. You. ha. I live and work in San Diego. I have been riding about seven years, but I've gotten into it more the last couple years when I started doing my daily commute on my FZ1. Ooh, that's a good choice. It's a great bike for my commute, but based partly on listening to you guys, I am looking to get a weekend fun bike and was looking to grab an older dirt motocross bike and do a a basic supermoto conversion to get started. There's a
0: rat in here.
11: (laughs) (laughs) I have gone into the end of the internet researching and lots of bikes will probably work well. I definitely want to stick with the Japanese bikes as i don't have a lot of money for a european bike Uh, my biggest dilemma is the idea of trying to get get it plated in california Uh, Mm -hmm. you guys seem to ride a lot of dirt in super motos so i was hoping Mm -hmm. for some advice on what kind of bike is going to be platable or how you have gone about it i realize this is a touchy subject and i have read the threads about knowing someone at the dmv quote unquote that's not what i'm trying to do I don't want to get my bike impounded. Just trying to right. get into this the right way without learning an expensive lesson. Well, uh see from the f- kind of bikes you all talk about, I thought it might be <clears> something <throat> you have dealt with and would have some advice on. Any advice would be great. Really appreciate what you all do. Love the podcast and hope to stop by next time we do a NorCal trip.
1: Cool.
0: And, okay. and Buy one that's already plated. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> yeah. <one.
11: laughs> and uh San, your,
0: San Diego's good sumo country.
11: It is. Your uh, yeah. statement of here, stuff, here uh, just trying to get into this the right way without learning an expensive lesson. Right. This it's is going to be expensive, no matter all what. It's
0: all expensive. So, yeah.
11: however, take Cat's advice. Get one that's already plated. Don't try, fuck around. Do a second one and have that be your project. That yes. way you can learn the process. That way you don't run into dead ends
2: or uh, go without a bike to ride for a long time. But so. yeah. However, for the record, Eric, I can tell you exactly what you need to be legal. We will start at the front and work our way back. So you need a headlight. With high and low beam and a high beam indicator light, you need turn signals, front and rear. You need a horn. You need a brake light and a tail light. You need a horn. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need a horn. Oh, shit. I don't have a horn. You need yeah. And you you don't need have a, anything? A, a, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any lights either. Proper <laughs> electric horn, not a squeezy bulb horn or we need a bicycle bell. Too. Um, so you need a brake light and a tail light, and the brake light has to operate off the front and the rear switches. Mm-hmm. Um, the exhaust needs to be below 93 decibels, and you need at least one mirror on the left-hand side.
0: <laughs> Today I learned oh, my bike is not legal at all. <laughs> I think Oops. I may have one and of those. My bikes not
2: legal. You need street legal tires, and a speedometer and an odometer you and,
11: a op- a well, and was, in California, if you're converting, it needs to be a green sticker.
7: Right? I, I yes. was going to say the the best way, right, Emma? Don't you think? Is just buy one that's already currently registered. You know yep. what Street I'm Legal, thinking? Currently registered.
2: Exactly. <clears throat> Yeah. You i think you saw it about a month ago i was working on an xr 400 that mm-hmm. came down yeah. here which like was those. actually already plated it was already legal i almost bought one of those it was uh, um yeah. it's a hell of a bike it's a lightweight competition bike it goes like the clappers this one had already been plated um eric that's the list you need if you want to do it yourself but the best so advice: find one Supermodo. that's plated. You know, but, so there. what
7: mm-hmm. are what are some affordable ones like you could look at? Like what years, what Trolls, models?
2: Supermoto yeah.
0: forums and, yeah. and but, look okay. at the different options and Access- also
1: accessibility quickly. Yeah, but, DRZ 400. Yeah, yeah. you can get DRZs. <laughs> um, um, even FCS, even yeah.
3: KTM is making really cool Sumos. Sure. Also, right. get one it's that. People
1: want a premium it, for those. Even the ones you know, what the, mm-hmm. people know what they have when they
5: buy a KTM.
3: It's
1: especially way a Supermoto. cheaper
5: to buy so, a Supermoto that's already a Supermoto and street right. Legal than it is to build one. I mean, yeah. it, what a kit is like. $2000 or something. So it I'm costs.
7: I'm curious if you went on Craigslist now to get a the cheapest reasonable supermoto that's out there, what would you expect to pay?
2: Plated? Yeah, plated right around like 35, 35 to 33 to 40 uh 33 to up. Yeah. that magic figure. 3000 bucks. 3 to 4 um, you're going to get into... You're
0: going to get a janky Supermoto for 3000 bucks. Well, Trust right. me, I have a $3,000 Supermoto. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Every, everything kind of comes back, especially if you're starting off with DRZ400. Yeah, Dr. I mean, Brad Zimmerman. DRZ is
0: really easy to get into it, and you know that all the lights and everything are going to... Right. Yeah. There's yeah. also a lot of people out there with them, so you have a lot of people to help you find out what problems the there WR250. are.
5: WR250.
11: The aftermarkets for DRZ400 is just... The roof. Yeah, there's there's, there's a everything. million right. aftermarket. Because it's the same bike it was 15 years ago.
2: Basically, and, and when you're ready to upgrade, you can put the pumper carburetor on it, and it really changes the bike. Well, now. I remember you and Michael not long ago were doing the front forks, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's like there's 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 nothing complex about a DRZ 400. Nothing complex about it. D- so if you have short yeah. legs, yep. and nice. you can put links on it, mm-hmm. and you can you can you can we'll dress them up, dress them down. Don't lower bikes. Nice I guess. The okay, DRZ. so
11: so. Uh, I, At the end of this letter There is a P.S. Okay Uh, He does say uh, P.S. I've also gotten more serious About my own wrenching In the last year Thanks in part To your podcast Oh right on And love Modding my FZ1 now Uh, It is a whole other way To enjoy motorcycling Also my first bike Was the Katana (laughs) You may want to crush it, but it was cheap, reliable, and capable. Oh, that's Uh, good. It may be butt ugly, but it got me into motorcycling, and for that, it will always have a place for me. Well done, that right, guys. I I didn't know about the SV650 at the time.
1: (laughs) 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 One last thing thing about super motos in general. Um, They're kind of like enthusiasts' motorcycles, and uh, if you want to get your start doing supermoto. a drz would be a great one yeah but after that if you realize you want more out of supermoto, you know start looking at you know a uh, uh, plated 2003 whatever uh, uh wr400 motor- yeah or wr a crf or whatever but uh know that it's going to be a little bit more maintenance because it is a dirt bike and it's going to be performance oriented so you can you, you're going to have to fuck with the with stuff
7: on it
0: all the time all
7: the time all right. the well, time you see a lot of the hondas around here right
0: but yep. one thing I like to stress is, right now I've run into this, I have one Supermoto. I really want two Supermotos so that I can have one that's reliable, that I can use every day, and one that I can chop and play with. You're always going to want to be tinkering and playing on it, and if you don't have two, you're going to do it to the one that runs, and then it's not mm-hmm. going to run, and then you're going to run into the problem where you have three non-running bikes. <laughs>
4: uh, or you translation. You what you've
0: done to her? <clears throat>
6: You're gonna twelve <laughs> clock your clock. You're one supermoto, and then you're gonna have a supermoto that's just like 0. .9 Supermoto. And
3: then motos. you're gonna be yeah. like, You're gonna be looking like Lucas going down the road with yeah. a Franken bike.
6: I don't have a Franken-bike. (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, does it count if you have the same parts from different bikes? That doesn't make it a Franken-bike. It just has an identity crisis. Eric, Eric, I'm going to head you in the right direction
11: there. Um, There is a group in Southern California called SoCal Supermoto. You can search for that on Facebook. Uh, reach out to them. I'm sure there's some in San Diego and L.A., uh, yeah. and and they will get you into the, the community down there, and you can sit on some bikes. You can probably probably ride some bikes, mm-hmm. and they'll give you some good hands-on advice.
1: Yeah, they're a known entity down there. I think they do right. track
6: days and stuff. So. Yeah, uh, SoCal uh, Supermoto. I mean, Don't forget well. the magic words. Dank Woolies,
13: bruh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: cool.
3: And then, Bagel, you have an email?
13: I do. Uh, this says, Howdy, I'm Gypsy Steve. I'm a new listener.
2: <laughs> Hello, hey, Gypsy Steve.
13: Steve. <laughs> I came across you guys like I'm sure many new listeners have through Ride with Norman Reedus. Oh, cool. I just wanted to tell you that y'all are amazing. Listening to you guys makes me feel like I've finally found my people. Mm-hmm. Aww. I've recently moved to Long Beach, California from Las Vegas, but I have lived everywhere between L.A. and where I grew up in Texas. I have always about how, the, how big the bike scene was out here and had many sweaty nights dreaming about how amazing it was going to be. <laughs> well, let's just say that maybe it's me that doesn't fit in. Aww. I'm not cool and that has always been very apparent when I'm around other bikers. I don't have hot new gear. I don't ride the hot new bikes or even the hot old bikes. I'm nerdy and silly and ridiculous and quite okay with it all i've ridden off and on since i was six years old i'm now 38 and my preferred brand of bike has always been cheap the cheaper the better <laughs> and he says uh, my fiance has always wanted to ride so when we first started dating i encouraged her to take the class get her license and took her bike shopping she is now a member of the long beach Litas and rides her dream bike and 2014 triumph Bonneville. my nice. And my dream bike is a harley davidson scootster Google it. You will enjoy it. <laughs> so. Shout out to the Long Beach leaders. Yeah, <laughs> and he continues. Unfortunately, the Triumph is decommissioned at the moment. In September, I was taking it to a friend's shop to do some maintenance on it before my fiancé went to babe's ride out. On the way to the shop, a commercial truck blindly switched lanes and oh. ran me down. Oh. The bike wasn't a total loss and insurance is fixing it, but I took some damage. Five broken ribs, a broken, oh. a broken oh. humerus, and, oh. a blo- Jesus. and a blown out rotator cuff. I only tried to walk it off for about a week before I couldn't take it and went to the hospital. So he says, he said that guy
1: got I, fucked. Yeah,
13: he said I had to have surgery on the on the shoulder. They installed a nice new shiny titanium epaulette plate and implants to be completely healed by October. Robo human, right? Unfortunately, it doesn't look like I'll be able to re- return to being a roadie. So looking for a lo- new line of work at the moment before the accident my fiance and i had started saving money to open our own shop with a mechanic shop gear and apparel and a diy co-op learning center we want to share our love of motorcycles and bring in people that may be skittish about riding or working on their own bikes we still hope it's in our future i have one question how did you come up with starting money for Recycle? Seriously, though, you guys, you guys are truly inspiring. I feel like I'm a misfit, too. My oldest daughter, who is 16, and I love Emma and her history hole. We, love, <laughs> we laugh hysterically at Charlie. So do many others. <laughs> we laugh When they return. We laugh hysterically at Charlie's unadulterated, enthusiastic hooliganism. Liza, you are her absolute favorite.
4: Aww. Aww. She, she
13: is working on getting her license so that she can find... rebuild a moped i hope one day we can meet y'all in person and see the shop thanks thank you for everything gypsy steve and p.s my my fiance has hasn't let me forget that i wrecked her bike also (laughs) i attached some photos just because
3: Okay, I'm looking at oh a picture God. this thing <laughs> of the Harley oh Scootster. Yep. It's I think it's an abomination it of is. both worlds,
6: right? <laughs> oh, I, love I it's it. it's I awesome. Love it. It's like so ridiculous. Yeah. It's not cool. It can't not be cool. it's <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> like right way right. out of the box. <laughs> a- I mean, I'm really impressed
12: with Harley going there.
13: I, you know, Wait, Harley, Harley made not, this? No, 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 this isn't like it's a custom. No, this it's is a kit. Is F- It's a kit. Oh, oh
8: it's a, a kit. Okay. Oh, this okay. is
12: the best thing I've ever no, seen. I, I,
8: I was oh, like, wow,
12: they took a leap into, now,
13: will, into crazy land. I will say it might be the best thing that's ever happened to a Harley Davidson coming from me. A kind of <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a little big for my taste. I like small Oh, picks. it makes me so yeah. happy.
3: Wow. But to answer the question.
8: the only scooter you can take to Sturgis.
3: How did I get the money to start the garage? Well, it's like um, drugs. No, it's like anything. They say, <laughs> if you want to make a million dollars in motorcycles, start with ten million.
4: Mm-hmm. All right.
3: No, it's like that. Um, there, I mean, there was no money. This was, it, this is my garage. These are my tools, and I've continued to add to it over time. I keep adding to it, but then other people have been adding to it and adding to it, donating tools, donating money, supplies. And it's really grown bigger as a community garage. Uh, We get listeners send us in extra wrenches Uh all the time, stuff like that. So um,
1: Helps to have the right people around you, I think, too. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Or but the wrong ones but there was no money I mean <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people like myself who you're wrenching on bikes you've got the tools you've got a garage I just happen to have a parking lot outside of my garage that everyone can pull up and use the space
2: but I think a lot of the thing that the listeners don't realize is how long mm-hmm. this took because Recycle garage is a lot older than motorcycles and misfits isn't it
3: yeah there were many days it was just me and one person that I was helping them that was the whole concept but um, Alex, you've been here. Ian, this is your first time here. Mm-hmm. Most people who come here, they go, it's a lot smaller than I thought. <laughs>
4: yeah.
10: Where's the professional Slightly. studio? <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't I, help that I'm gigantic and <laughs> I have to duck everywhere.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: This is a yeah hundred-year-old building and you do have to duck coming in. You um, do have
6: penises, though. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, that's it. It's, just, it's not a big space. You don't need a lot of space. You just need a lot of uh, asphalt <laughs> be able to work on. Yeah. Oh, there's the pack. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm always telling people if you have a garage and tools and bikes, why not let other people use those tools too? That's just how it is. Yeah. I bet mean, any mechanic you build your. I love to buy tools. I mean, I remember starting with, you know, you'd have that little fold-out Allen wrench set, and then I like bucked up and got a rack of Mm T-handles, and then I bucked up and got the T-handle with the ball tip, you know, and then the next phase was the ball tip three-eighths drive socket. So you can imagine how often she
11: goes to Harbor Freight.
3: So, I mean, (laughs) I just like tools, and so for me, I was buying all of these tools beforehand
2: it's funny you know in the life of a mechanic is you start off with very very simple tools and then as your skill level increases your your tools become more and more sophisticated
6: and that's not by accident either no i
2: mean it you you very much (coughs) need them but then it's almost like you start downsizing again and i'm in that downward curve Mm -hmm. right now is if you would if you saw my toolbox at work you'd be amazed how little there is in there what's in there is extremely high quality because this is how i make my living
6: right
12: and you But there's uh, a lot
2: less of it than you probably would think
6: so
12: it's a genuine leatherman multi-tool that you use
2: it's it's a pair of scissors i use a a couple
6: sharp sticks and a rock
4: yeah (laughs) but i
3: I think the perfect example the, the first guy who was somebody i did not know so I count him as the first recycler but there were friends of mine who came and were mm-hmm. using the space but the first guy who came to me referred by someone else and i i, I called him pizza boy his name is jeremy jeremy but he worked uh, at a pizza, pizza place i call him pizza boy and he had a bike that he had seized the engine and he just didn't have any space to work on it but he wanted to take a shot at pulling the engine and fixing it so mm-hmm. i said here you go you can have a bay in my garage here's the tools. Help, help yourself and he would come over and I'd kind of help him and and he got to a point where he's like do you have a valve spring compressor I was like nope I don't I've, I've actually never done an engine so he went and bought a valve spring compressor and when he was done he left it here he donated it to the garage Cool. and that's kind of how a lot of things have happened here if somebody needed something right. I didn't have either I'll get it if it's something I might need or someone else has bought it or or procured it and that's how we've just kind of built everything up.
2: But but you know, if I was in a big metropolis like um, LA. Is he in LA? Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach. Long Beach. And I wanted to start Recycle garage.
3: They steal your shit down there. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: true that. Um, I think <laughs> I think I'd crowdfund it. You know, I'd go I'd have a go at crowdfunding it.
3: mm mm-hmm. Um, um but, and the other trick is, yeah, I, I do buy a lot of Harbor Freight tools and then I replace things with, with better versions better. as I need. But what that gives you is a whole set of bits or drivers or whatever right. that you have that variety. Cause a lot of stuff, if you're not using them frequently, you may need them once or twice ever, Right. but you have it. And so I believe strongly in start with the cheap stuff and then replace things. You can buy as a needed. socket set there, but then you'll probably end up replacing the most commonly right. W-
2: <coughs> used once. So there's the business plan. Find yourself a space, crowdfund it, buy the cheap tools, get it started, and then it'll build on itself. Yeah, and if if you don't have a Harbor
13: Freight near where you live, go to go, go to yard sales. Right. right. it, it on the internet. The tools. Yeah,
12: there's the there's there's the tool aspect, and then there's also uh, people helping out. Like uh, you know, you get you, you you If everybody knows you as the motor motorcycle person, the person that takes stuff in, you know, people get their motorcycle stuff, and then they're like, you know what, I'm over it. Here, just have this. And there's been right. so much gear donated so much that Liza's like, get that get that away. <laughs> I, don't oh, yeah. want that, I don't want that anymore. And so, you know, it just kind of keeps going.
3: All right, we've got uh, time okay. for one more. Does somebody else have a short email? All
0: right. At cat, no, yeah, you've got an email. Go ahead and read it. Uh, I have an email from Siobhan. Hey, Siobhan. Um, who's actually super awesome. She we're friends on Facebook and she comments on my shit oh, all yes, the time. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Racks me up, dude. Okay. She's hilarious. But um, she says, hello there, fellow misfits. I'm a longtime listener. Actually, I'm on my third time listening to the whole lot of your podcast. <laughs> <What? Wow. laughs> yes, even episode our one. Stats. I'm not sure if that makes me a loyal listener <laughs> or a stalker.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: A lot of your new listeners mentioned that they have heard of you after after seeing you on Norman Reedus. But I'm a bit different in that I'd never heard of Norman Reedus until I heard of him on your podcast. So thanks yeah. for that
6: one. Yeah. Oh, she, she was into yeah. us before we were
4: cool. Awesome. She That's was. That's
0: right. <laughs> Still loving all the chat and fun. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to when you organize an Emma's Army t-shirt. Camouflage oh, green yeah. with a string of pearls this would be Yeah, nice. we need to do that. Yes, yes.
2: yes Those yes, would yes. sell, man.
0: I'm a female listener, and after many years of riding motorcycles, I have only just started to do some of my own maintenance. I still remember the excitement of changing the oil filter on my last motorcycle.
1: Feels good, doesn't Sad, it? Sad, isn't it? Man, <laughs> good, man. No, oh, man. I know, uh,
0: I know you all a lot about... No, I know you know, you all know, oh Jesus Christ, I know you all know a lot about wrenching, so I'm hoping that you can help me with something. I've just bought a brand new GSX-S1000, a stock bike, no add-ons. Oh, there's and your problem.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> find that it has a very snatchy throttle at r- low revs. Oh, God, yes. It oh. makes for a very unpleasant ride. Would you know if... Fitting a Power Commander V would sort this out. No.
6: Yes, <laughs> uh, it, it depends. It really depends. They like it won't suits. hurt, but I don't know if it'll fix the problem.
0: Well, hold on. If if it's a twitchy
3: throttle, is there any other throttle you can put on? You there? can get a, a, throttle a
5: throttle tamer. They're like fifteen bucks or something. It yeah. Wait, like a, wait, hold
2: on. Wait just, no, no, up, no, 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 no no, 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 no. You're going down the wrong track. I don't think it's,
6: it's not related
2: to the throttle. I don't it's, think. Yeah. It's the ECU. Is it, the the, uh, the problem. With a lot of the modern bikes now, everything's got fuel injection on it. And the GSX-S 1000. For those of you that don't know what it is, That's it's a lot ba- of bike. It's a hell of a lot of bike. It's basically a naked Jigsaw. It's a mm-hmm. 2005 naked Jigsaw. No, this is brand new. No, then, big-
6: they're using 2005 motors, right?
2: But the mapping on it, it's very, very brutal mapping. Yeah. I need to check on that bike, but I think it's. I think it's got a throttle by wire. So it's going to be an ECU flash. i check right now. I don't I think, think it you, is. I
0: think there's a website. I don't remember what the website if is, but there's a website that you can flash the ECUs. If it's got a throttle
2: cable on it, you can put a tamer. And what the tamer basically does, it works on an eccentric. And it it just slows down the initial opening. And you can do that. It's a cheap fix. and for, It's something you kind of got to live with with the modern bikes. I love carburation because it's so creamy and smooth, but a lot it, of people uh, hate it. Go
11: ride a 252 stroke in the dirt mm-hmm. is, is for a few months, and that'll teach you some throttle
1: control. Is, I it, is it snatchy because of the Euro 4?
6: No, it's stuff, it's it... because of emissions usually because yeah, they will they'll lean it out really bad mm-hmm. in order to make it pass the emissions tests which are uh, at idle. So then what happens is that as soon as you get on that throttle, it just goes Bleh! and just surges all the fuel in okay. there. Okay, so you I can. I don't think it's a rider it
0: issue. Yeah. Yeah, you can
6: bike. you can smooth it out with the power commander, but you know your mileage may vary. I can't say how much it's going to do for that particular model. That's it's, you're gonna it's to
0: look one of those here.
1: things where like if you do go to. a Power Commander, you might want to have to get it dyno and have some Mm -hmm. professional... Well,
6: there are custom maps you can make for it. The problem is just that if you have the right fueling map, that's not necessarily going to be good enough to get rid of the lurching. That's why you do a professional... Get on the forums, I'm sure there's something
0: about that. And... I know. Doug's looking at me because he tells me every single time.
11: That's twice tonight you said get I on know, the forums. I know. Get on
0: the forums because I learned my lesson after you yelled at me for like <laughs> 6,000 times. Jeez. Get on the forums because I, I shit you not. Somebody's had the problem except for nobody had my fucking problem. I'm just saying that nobody had. Yeah.
4: Nobody
11: wants your fucking problems. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you do.
1: Is there, so is, there, is there more of that email?
0: Uh, there's a little bit. She says, uh, my previous motorcycle, the Fireblade, never b- behaved like this, Ooh. so that's why I'm saying that it's probably not a user error. Um, I'm getting to yeah. the point of being very nervous to ride the Suzuki and would really appreciate your right. advice. Can Thanks you, so much for any help that you can um, offer
2: and for all the fun ever. You used. know what, Siobhan? Um, I've I've got one in my workshop right now, and I'm going to research it, and I'm going to have an answer for you by next week. How does that sound? Can cool.
5: you not just feather the clutch a little? You know, You can't.
6: You can't, because it's like all you're doing is literally going from neutral throttle to a little bit of throttle, and just that tiny little movement is enough to make it go, Ugh! Like, I have the same problem with my Gixxer. Uh It's probably not nearly as severe, because it's only 750, and it's not geared as torquey. So that would definitely make it a little bit weird. One thing you could also think about doing is gearing it with a slightly taller uh, gearing, so that it won't be as
5: torquey. Yeah. Well, is this from stop and go or is this from just zero throttle? It doesn't matter.
6: It's neutral throttle to not neutral throttle. It just goes. Bleh,
0: but bleh. I mean, once you're actually moving. She's just saying yeah. low revs. Yeah. yeah. So anything at in the low rev range is the issue. I,
3: I would just recommend sitting on the tank.
4: <laughs> yeah that you know. That'll do
3: it. <laughs> yeah, that should do
0: it,
6: or just drift every turn and then you don't have to worry about it,
5: but then is she trying to use a leader bike for a stop and go traffic, or
0: no i mean she's, using know, the the, the, I mean, she's yeah. she says that she's been riding for a long time and
5: and
6: it's a naked bike too, it's, it's not oh, like it? a jigs one thousand it's oh, I thought it was very different well, you know what it's she differently
0: you know what she really does need
3: she needs a. Break free tech light on she her does. helmet yeah. with that
0: bike, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll, she can be seen. It'll give people some seizures. Are we gonna her. get it?
11: Are we gonna get a demo <laughs> of this <laughs> tonight? Can someone put it on and go down the road? Can Ooh. we? S- I want to see it in the dark. So-
0: Hey, Let's
6: try it. I'm
3: down. Hey, we're ready to wrap up. I wanted to thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, thank out. you. Thank you for And just to recap, breakfreetech.com. Is break
6: that tech break tech. as in B-R-E-A-K, B-R-E-A-K mm-hmm. or B-R-A-K-E? Because um, people confuse those two a lot. i do not
3: about getting <laughs> right, Your national professional
8: websites confuse those two.
3: Instagram, too. Twitter, yeah. Facebook?
8: Yep, on all of those. Yep.
3: All of those. Yeah. And Good um, luck with your with
8: the We're going to have some pictures and video
11: up on our Facebook page. It's rad. What is your
3: estimate of time? to market.
9: So we're going I know to be you're not <laughs>
3: announcing a date, <laughs> but estimate of time.
9: We're going to be launching the campaign on March 20th. Okay. And we're projecting that it's going to take us about nine months okay. on the conservative end to uh, uh, to finish the product and get it just in time for Christmas. Exactly,
8: awesome. that's what we're hoping and for. And at yeah. what point in those nine months are you going to blow most of the funding on cocaine and hookers? <laughs> <laughs> Once they finish buying their Porsches. <laughs> nice. I don't nice. think that's
12: well. I don't happen. know about hookers.
4: Well, I, I definitely think you guys are onto something.
3: Keeps on I, I appreciate you come down to share that with us because. Uh, i'm on board i think it's a good thing and i'll tell you when he first brought down his little balsa wood thing i was like "Eh, i don't know but it was bulky and you were trying to figure out. i'm not sure how it's going to attach and like uh but a long way Mm -hmm. well and i like the fact it's removable i like the fact that it's not wired or linked to anything it's got its own what do you what did you call the uh, we have a
10: gyro and an accelerometer.
2: Accelerometer. It's,
1: it's a brilliant solution. I no, think. I
2: mean, anything with an accelerometer is just Makes it cool better. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the coolest thing. I know. Mm-hmm.
3: I love it. So I wanted to make sure everybody knows, um, if you're interested in sponsoring us on Patreon, now's the time to do it because I still have some of the Patreon subscriber t-shirts left. So for $5 a month... You'll get a T-shirt, motorcycles and misfits, the limited edition retro T-shirt. Because mm-hmm. when they're gone, han- they're they're gonna be gone. Very
2: oh. handsome shirt. So a good
3: yeah. Sense. So going down to Patreon.com, it's motorcycles and misfits. Uh, there's also a link on our website, which is the other place I tell you to go now. Motorcycles and
2: misfits.com. What other products can we hawk?
3: Ah, uh, you calendar? know.
2: Calendar, of course. Yes. Actually,
3: yeah. I, I will say it's premature, but we are working on a cafe press store with a lot of really cool designs. Yes. Um, mm. not ready to throw that up there yet. Working on it, but I did find something that's so cool while that. I was on there. <laughs> I'm ordering I don't know if anyone else wants it. But it's a pillowcase and it's an image all the way across the pillowcase of just motorcycle tires stacked one. Mostly knobbies. Thing. Mostly knobbies. I want my head on that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. It's just it's just another little step closer to being a true
2: motosexual.
13: Sweet dreams, oh. Sweet dreams.
2: <laughs> you know, what we should do is we should find the coolest motorcycle related products worldwide mm. and then find a way to sell them directly to our listeners. So you've got one store and you can just pick the finest motorcycle crap. I'll yep. at, Imaginable. Know,
3: I'll probably, maybe I'll just put a link to that pillowcase on her Facebook page. You're just going
0: to put cool. a link to like 6,000 different colors of <laughs> bolts with <laughs> glitter on them.
1: I'm, like I'm, the one she brought uh, back. <laughs> yeah, I I'm much. selling artisanal handlebars.
13: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, <laughs> they're going to be yarn <laughs> wrapped around
6: it. Handcraft,
1: oh, that's it.
13: Fair
6: trade yarn.
0: Knitted handlebar cozies.
3: Is it organic? And can you store your cigar in it? it you can. <laughs>
1: you
6: can does it also function as a throttle lock yes it does <laughs> nice, it
1: nice, does nice. all those things and it's organic and
6: it's you know but does it tickle your balls yeah, <laughs> we, yeah I can I can figure
4: something oh out that's, that's what the, could
3: uh, be arranged. the fringes this is a, an opportunity also to remind everyone that we will be releasing the one moto special cast in just a couple days if you're listening to this on Monday um, otherwise it may may already be out so look for that it's another double banger week
11: yeah and double uh, banger. next Next weekend, Kat and I are going up to Stockton <laughs> Little 99 yeah. Kart Track to do the Can Akaya Cornering School, Superbike coach. Cool. Superbike coach, yeah, yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. I can't wait to go up there and meet him, and we're going to bring our uh, XR650R Supermotos up there yes. and learn some cornering. I think any level, any age, at any any rider at any level and age can can benefit from any kind of
1: uh, organized, structurized school.
11: That was my favorite a,
0: part oh. of the Road Rider course, so I'm really excited for more of it. Yeah. I was I'm stoked. Gonna be fun
1: you're gonna do an interview with Ken or the yeah.
0: as much as we Trying can
11: yeah. I know they run a pretty uh, a tight ship up there so yeah. they're busy all day so we're gonna try and get a few questions here and there while they're while they're doing their thing so cool
2: and um, if anybody's got any suggestions for Emma's history hole keep them coming um, I'm working on a few right now, mostly of suggestions from our listeners. Great, and um, um, you know we could do like a bumper Emma's history hole.
3: What's the most butt-worthy bike
2: of all time? Hmm.
3: I think we need to do one on John Britton.
2: I think she's going to say
3: what? the
7: Bandit. It's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we, I think we, we should do
7: one on Britain Britain
2: I, is like I think damn, we need to talk dude, about that's, that's yeah, a story no, and a half no, I, th- I think because he's such an interesting man just aside I from the bike so. so yeah that's that's one for the future but if there's anybody you want to hear just send me the name I'll do the research and there it is
3: great so go to motorcycles and misfits you'll find the link to our gmail our patreon yeah. our youtube everything there um, I think there's a funny video of knock going up today Rocky
1: I was was punching that thing like I was Rocky, baby (laughs)
3: Anyway, thanks again for listening Let's get out of here, this is Liza
8: I'm Bagel This is Isaac Doug This is Doc (laughs) Emma Darling Alex Ian Meow I'm awesome Hi (laughs) (laughs) Joe Dalton
3: Hey, and we're out of here go, go